What's up, y'all? It's Shmeev here, and I'm sure some of you are looking at that episode length and thinking, what the fuck? Well, let me reassure you that I have marked out the major tangents we take, and we'll give you timestamps to jump to if you want to skip over them, even though we always talk about incredibly interesting things. But uh, that'll cut out about 36 minutes of the episode. Guess it's still pretty long, though, huh? Let's just fucking get to it. Uh, we here at Juggalo Judgment like to take problematic themes related to this Juggalo music head-on and deal with them directly, so be aware that we may address topics such as racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, wealthphobia... I'm just kidding, that last one's not real. Eat the rich. Listener discretion is advised. Good afternoon, good evening. How's it going? Juggalos, juggalos, anybody who does not identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two people take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by our host, Mike and Shmeev. For people who are just joining us for the first time, thank Welcome. you for thank you for joining us. Uh, for our returning uh, listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, you are already aware, uh, based on our last episode where we talked about Bizarre, mm-hmm. that we are now finishing that double album with Bizarre. bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that earlier. I was so excited. It's, it's a good one, yeah. Um, uh, congratulations to whoever won the drawing for... Uh, for the Underground the, Avengers the underground, package. Yeah, that, that we don't know that, giveaway. We don't know it as of recording. We have not done it yet. But congratulations. <laughs> we're like a week and a half out from drawing yeah, for that. Yeah, we're... We're we're a little behind. Also, uh, hope everybody had fun at the gathering. Um, yeah. From from recording, we're about three days away from when it starts. I think it was Wednesday, right? Uh, that starts. The Blaze episode was whenever it was going out. Was right, 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 right. That's I'm already out. From, I know that one. I'm yeah. saying like from when we're recording, it's I think three or four days away from when the gathering starts. So I'm just saying again. Hope you guys had fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, let us know how it was. Anybody yeah. who went, uh, tell, tell us how. Su- hit us up. Give us a give us a rundown. Tell us how the supervillain set that doesn't have Lavelle <laughs> went. Damn. Um, unless he was there, and you know the beef is done, but yeah, that would make know. no sense. So yeah, um, we have a we have another fairly big album today. Yeah. Um, this is the weirdly this... big albums. Like, yeah. I do not understand. Like, it is very strange how big these albums right. are. <laughs> we talked. We talked. Uh, how last episode that this was, ICP's uh, culmination of fuck this. Yep. We're just going to put out two albums to finish our deal with Island because we're tired of it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to deal with all the bullshit. And we don't want to give them the final Joker's card. And in the long and storied tradition of things where a band goes, fuck this, and makes something, (laughs) it somehow becomes significantly popular in their (laughs) repertoire. This happens so much. Um, One of the classic examples would be Quiet Riot's cover of Come On, Feel the Noise by Slade. Uh, They hated it. They didn't want to do it. Uh, they thought the song was dumb. Oh, they didn't want to do it. Quiet Riot did not want to cover that. That's so funny. Uh, it was something that they needed to fill in, fill in space on an album, as the story goes. Oh, and so and it's that's like... why that's why whenever you listen to it, uh, you can really, you, if you're listening to it with that frame of understanding, you can really hear Kevin Dubrow is just kind of like throwing his voice at the notes. Oh yeah, he's just like 
fucking just he just yells banging it out and then like the guitarist he just kind of like rips out a, a solo just... it, like not even necessarily in key but it it's still it's close enough they were their goal was close enough that their producer wouldn't catch what they were doing yeah, would just deal with it but also bad enough that people wouldn't <laughs> want to hear it anymore but like the not giving a fuck thing is like a cornerstone That's of the so whole funny. rock and roll thing so That's so funny they kind of fucked themselves on That's that That's great. And yeah, this that's literally as far as I can tell what wow. happened here. <laughs> yeah, and um and we did mention I think uh last episode um this is the last album that uh Mikey Clark worked them worked with them uh, directly on for a long time. Um he did work on four tracks of uh, another project that will come to uh in the near future. Um but this is the last outing for ICP and Mikey Clark for wow, almost almost a full decade. Like Damn. legitimately, um, of him being in studio with them. That's crazy. So yeah, it's this is it's it's an end of an era thing, um, for for a couple different reasons. But it it really does. Uh, you said it yourself, like <laughs> there's stuff on these two albums that while Violent J was at a point of like meh fuck, <laughs> that some of these songs are so popular and we hear them a lot at concerts. Yeah. Um. And uh and yeah, there's there's just a lot to uh, a lot to go into with these ones. So um anything else to go over before we really get into it? I don't think so. I think this is, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean we we covered a lot of stuff on the last one. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you want to hear a lot of the stuff about bizarre and bizarre, uh our last episode covers most of like the genesis of it and what happened and how it how but, it is what it is. But but I did not go over everything. Of course not. There, there is uh, a big... There's... I'm sure we'll be covering it as the album goes on. This, this is exactly true. Um, so with that, as we do every episode... It's that time. Grab your Fagos. Crack them open. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I saved it. You're always so quick with the cracking open thing. You don't like to save it. Yeah, well, <laughs> it didn't matter because this almost went everywhere. Yeah, that would be bad. What you drinking over there? I got a cream soda, and you have... Ah, I have a root beer. Oh, that's what I had last episode. That's true. Hmm. I remember so, yeah. you said that they had those at the Speedway, which you decided to go to again, so I was like, yeah, yeah why not? I haven't had one. Because it's slightly cheaper. <laughs> Let's so, get cheap soda and get it slightly cheaper. Hell yeah. All right. All right. I think it's about that time. It is. Getting track one, which is intro. Are we just going to talk over this? We can talk over this I think this we're just going to talk over this. Yeah. So. This is a continuation of the intro from the first bazaar, sort of. Yeah, it's 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 kind of hand in hand with the last one. Yeah. The last one we liked a lot. It was really cool. Um, uh, like again, the music in the background, like and just the way that they, it, it sounded like it was rolling into some like eighties, good ass movie shit. I can't remember offhand. Let this one changes it up a bit. It does. We get a different story. Uh, um, it's a continuation. It, yeah, kind it's of. It's still the cloud thing taking over. Um, but let me double check because I think that this one actually does have a. Uh... No, that's a lot of lights hitting. Sorry. <clears throat> so I'm gonna let me let me cover some stuff that I want to talk about here. Um, we talked about how uh, you said the last one could have been a good setup for like the wraith or something like that. Yes. 
This one, same thing, honestly. Yeah. Uh, this is very, very in the style of like what the Wraith is about. This, and uh... I feel like... So we've talked about how, uh, you know, he didn't want to release the Joker's card on, on Island. Yes. And he was waiting for the inspiration to hit him for it. Yes. Uh, I feel like this was his first attempt at it. Because he, I, you know, he knew the general idea of where he was going to go with it. And I think that this is sort of like a first draft that because it didn't, maybe it didn't flesh out as well to him, he decided to cut it and throw it into Bizarre. He may have, I, I feel like he may have had this on the back burner at some point. That's possible. Um, I, I just looked up, this actually does sample, um, it samples, uh, the, uh, the soundtrack for the movie Urban Legend. Interesting. I do not know um, that one. That was one where uh, everybody dies based on weird, like, urban legend tales. Um, I've seen part of it. It's not bad. Huh. Um, but yeah. So, the thing is, I would have actually liked if this intro and the intro from the prior album was just one long thing. One big schmoz. I get why it's it. not, but I do like the idea of them ending with like the the religious notes mm -hmm. um of it saying like the that there's only beacons of light shining down on places of worship From the first one yeah that would have been like this part would have been great as a middle section or in the first part in the first part yeah i mean and then have the other intro be like the latter half of it um especially because again we we talked about before that we know that the six jokers card is is holy yes okay i think that that would have just made a little more sense um, to have those two be like one big intro. And I don't really care for spoken word intros, but it would have definitely set the tone very well. I can feel that. Because um, yeah, this one this one has like that, it's both of them honestly had that very kind of like apocalyptic feel to them. Uh, this one though is painting it more as though like it's it's apocalyptic, but for for the normies, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? That that does make sense because the uh, uh -huh. you know the, the clowns are are walking the earth and I I suppose taking taking it over as they do. It's almost like um like what Carnival of Carnage was again. Like it it kind of rolls back into that. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. It's. It's just to me. Uh, I think this one is weaker than the first one. Honestly. I do. I do agree. And, <laughs> and and to to echo what I said on the prior one, it does seem weird of this being on a sideshow yeah. record that has nothing to do with <laughs> the Joker cards. Like right. I mean, like, like I said, I I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my with my initial feelings that I I think the ideas that they have in both of these intros uh, were were sort of like a first draft of what they wanted for the Wraith. Yeah, I, can, I I think that's that's a lot where a lot of this comes from. I can agree with that. That's 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 a good way to look at it. So uh alright. Let's uh let's schmooze on over to uh, to track two. Bizarre. Featuring Twisted. Like that, psychopathic, had 
It's uh, it's really hype. Yeah, uh, it's got got some good energy on it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like the beat is fucking good as shit. Oh, it's fun. I uh, I, I love that funky guitar. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. like, now here's the thing. Uh, I think I mentioned it on the last episode, but I know that they were working with a group called Perpetual Hype Engine. Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely make their presence known on a later song on here. Um, I don't know if they were working with them on just random other tracks. That could have just been Mike Clark or or Legs Diamond doing yeah, that guitar. Honestly, um, damn, it just sounds good. It's it's <laughs> subtle. It's not it's not like them busting out a huge major fucking solo oh, or anything. No, it's it's just a little it's funky like, groove. Like it's so good. Hell yeah. Um, but okay, I like that Southwest Voodoo drop. Yeah, that was That's cool. good. That was uh, cool. This this is a very hocus pocus kind of song. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely it's, 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 song it's another says, one of those. And that's the thing. Like, I feel like I'm going to be comparing the the two albums. Um, a lot. Oh, you're allowed to. Take Me Away was a really good, like, carnival, this sounds like it could be a Joker card song. Yeah. This one does not, no. <laughs> I don't think. But Hocus Pocus ne- doesn't necessarily sound like a... Hocus Pocus is so much more carnival. I guess. It is the most carnival. <laughs> eh, I guess. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll retract my statement. <laughs> the juggalo who should know more second second guesses is like, nah, nah. <laughs> You're it's right. so carnival, man. It, I, I'm just trying to think of like, this one, it, it does seem like it's just kind of a, a thrown on whatever yeah, song. Very much. Because um, again, they're not rapping about anything on it, really. Nope. <laughs> um. And uh, we get uh, we get a verse from Twisted. It's okay. It's a little quick thing. Yeah. yeah. And we get a we get a spoken word by Esham. Oh Just yeah, chilling right. there. The East Side hoes and money. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Which is funny because his actual name is Esham. Really? That is his actual name. Interesting. Okay. So he just took that and made something with it. It's like it's like Tom Marvolo Riddle. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what so, you got? Uh, like I said, uh, I love the energy in this one. It's really good. Uh, I love all the drops that they do of just, like... They have a couple other references, I just can't remember them. There's, like, another... Uh, oh, he he drops, like, a Boogie Woogie Woo reference in there, somewhere in there. Uh, that was cool. Just it, It's, like, not even, like, a... Uh, it's not even, like, in, in tune to it or anything like that. Oh, yeah. He just raps a, a line about it. That was, that was good stuff. The what's in the hook. I love it. <laughs> That's good shit. I like the line about... Uh, he talks about where he uh, work at Kinko's. Yeah. Um, and I like that because they spent so much time at Kinko's whenever they were up and coming making flyers and shit. Oh, in I think it's in the second. I think it's in the second verse or something like that. He yes. does that like "see ya, I'm back" thing. Yeah, I love that. It's it's, it's dumb, cool. but it's great. It's dumb, but it's great. Uh, look it up. I'm not gonna skip to it because I don't know when the hell it is yeah, in the track. Uh, just just kind of look up bizarre and uh, just listen to the whole track. It's really fucking good. 
And then in... Um, I'm back, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, in Twisted's verse, actually, uh, they have uh, they have an interesting thing going in, going on in there, especially for this song, where uh, they have they have a harmony on one of their voices. I think it's um, whoever raps it's, first. It's Madrox. Madrox. They have that weird harmony on yeah. it, which for this is very strange. Yeah. Because it, so- it gives a weird, like, unsettling sound to it. He, like, raps in his regular voice, which is a little higher pitched. Mm-hmm. And then he raps it again, like, lower. I don't think he rapped it a second time. Oh, no, he. Do- I think he does. Mm. Because he... Maybe. Because, I mean, we've heard before, he'll rap in, like, a, a deep yeah, voice Yeah, yeah, like he does. This. So I think he does it both. The, the thing is, is, it's just the way that it sounds. It sounds like they put a pitch shift on it because... Oh, maybe they did. Because it... Whenever you do that with a person's voice, if they're not actually singing to a pitch, uh-huh. it sounds... Very strange. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, okay. And, and it matches almost perfectly with where his voice ends up. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And because it doesn't account for any kind of, like, scale or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that actually is a really cool thing that happens in songs that makes it sound really weird whenever you hit certain notes. Uh-huh. Like, uh, listen to the song Aqualung by Jethro Tull. Uh, whenever they start doing the guitar harmonies, the guitarist is literally just hitting a major third above the the original riff. But they're not actually changing that third to be in key. So whenever they hit a note that's out of key with the other thing, but it's still the same oh, in the harmony. interval, it sounds weird. <laughs> okay. It's really cool. I get, what you, I get exactly what you're saying. Now it makes it makes total sense. But yeah, that's it's uh it's good. This is one of the reasons why I'm glad you do this too, because I <laughs> I am very bad at music theory. I can play music. I can't tell you any other shit about it. It's my favorite stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there you learn some stuff. That's bizarre. I fucking I really like it's this cool, song. It's a cool song. Uh, also, there is a there's a backmasked section. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I did not uh, write it down because I named it on you. So I didn't. I wasn't gonna look it up. It's, it's either it. it's either a couple words or one word. It's either the sixth is holy or your next Joker's card is holy. I can't yeah. remember exactly which. Wow, I can't believe you didn't. I know. Me. Shame on me. But but he says shit. he says something backmass and then it says play that backwards for secret info yeah mm-hmm. um and then he pees <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> but uh but yeah it's it's him talking about how the six jokers card will be will be a holy one hmm. um so yeah I'm wondering like how uh how easy was it for people to to find out backmask stuff on CD and cassette tape in 2000 oof uh not very easy uh that, in 2000 yeah. Cause I I like it's one thing with records, you know, you just fucking like get it and then you just like you can just run it back. Yeah, yeah. just run it back. There's literally I think a reverse thing on some uh, record players. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think the cassettes have that. <laughs> no, that's not. I doubt it. So yeah, I, I'm I'm curious as to how people were able to find out some of the back mess stuff, especially like even before then we had we had Echo Side on uh, on Jekyll Brothers. Yeah. Um. And also, uh, what Bring It On had had a big one there too. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it's where it's where Violent Chase says, uh, "You uh, you reverse this because you thought there'd be something hidden, but there mm-hmm. isn't. You dumbass, or something along those That's lines." Right. So, um, f- to answer your question, yeah, Audacity was released on May twenty eighth, two thousand. Oh shit! You could have gotten Audacity, <laughs> fucking five months before Bizarre Bizarre came out. <laughs> <laughs> I think there were still like other things that uh, that people could pick up before that, but uh, I think he could get like a free copy of Acid or whatever. <laughs> so that's interesting. All right, uh, but no, it's else? hard. <laughs> yeah, right, it right. was hard in that time. Well, I could imagine. Uh, that's about all I got for that. Anything else? 
All right, let's uh, let's move on to track number three. This is a cover. Oh, really? This is a cover. I did not know. It is. Uh, let me double check, because I know the name of the song, obviously. Is I know we have another cover on here. We do. We've got two cover songs in here. This song Crazy. is a cover of a song by a group called Sexual Harassment. Oh, cool. Uh, the song is I Need a Freak. Guess what? The song? Cherry Pie. I Need a Freak. You learn fast. I'm no cherry, honey. It's just that you're so damn big. Well, I should have known, you fucking nympho bitch. Please be gentle. Oh, bastard. It's the same one. <laughs> original warrant song <laughs> it's a serious departure <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it wasn't until last night i thought that this was like a weird interpretation of cherry pie by warrant my god and i had to look it up so i didn't listen to the original but yeah i know he is now but i did not know at the time was bushwick bill missing an eye Yes. Huh. Bushwick Bill was missing his eye way back. I think it was probably in like the earlier mid nineties. Um, when he got shot. Oh shit. And Ugh. while they were going to the hospital, there is hold on a second. Oh jeez. Hold on a second. While you're looking that up, I'm gonna play something real quick. <laughs> because the verses in this reminded me of a of a song. Okay. Oh, I found it. God damn it. Sorry. Sorry. Their album We Can't Be Stopped. That is oh, legit. Jesus Christ. He, he was it chilling in after got shot. <laughs> that was their album cover. Good God. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, man. They were, they were hard, man. You gotta remember, they, they probably coined the first real horrorcore song, so. Yeah. They knew it was up. Um, so yeah, uh, whenever I was listening to this, the verses specifically and the way that they were, uh, they were rapping in those reminded me of a song. Okay. Uh, and it has not a whole lot to do with any of this, but okay. I was just like, I'm literally just hearing this just song. Wait for this verse to kick. This is Shriekback by Nemesis, or ne Nemesis by Shriekback, it's my bad. New Wave post-punk band from a while ago. Listen to this verse. 
This is all I was hearing. <laughs> It was a song, actually. Fucking <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, so about this track, this is one that we hear at concerts at times. Really? Oh okay. yeah, because I've seen times where it's like they there will be a couple ladies coming up on stage, and mm-hmm. when they're rapping, you know, the the chicks will be dancing, and then like Tudo or whatever will have like he'll be rapping and have his fake and he'll just fucking pour it on the chicks. <laughs> Uh, they still want a bitch that fucks their homies. Yes. They cannot make up their minds They on don't... This. No, they have not figured this out. Either he has to kill her because she fucked his homie, or they need a bitch that does fuck their homie. Yeah. We have no clarification. N- yeah, no. Nah. How's a woman supposed to know what you want, Mr. Bruce, Mr. Utzler? We need to know. He's hot and he's cold. I'm not doing a Katy Perry reference right now. <laughs> um, it. Fuck it. So that beat, though. Mm-hmm. Funky beat. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It's pretty good. Oh, man. And like, as you, as you brought I just up, want an instrumental of that just bumming my car. <laughs> and as you brought up, we, we once again have one of the intros. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like, uh, sounds like there's, there's potentially... Uh, from I am quite certain it's the same one. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure. You know what? It does kind of sound like the one that was on. Um, fuck, wasn't there one on on? Fuck off. Uh, no, I can't remember. It's one of the earlier ones. Maybe it was right a on lot Tunnel, of, of, Tunnel love. of Love. There's yeah, a lot in fucking Tunnel of Love. Uh yeah, it's quite possible. I, 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 I think one. they're rolling the same one. I don't know. Uh, you have it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I don't have a fucking turntable. <laughs> we gotta get you one. I'll, I'll work on it. <laughs> it's my birthday coming up. I might have money for it. There you go. Um, but uh, but I mean, the biggest thing I got for this is there's there's just clearly a strong desire for for female companionship. Yeah, and they're still uh, taking the opportunity to take shots at Eminem. That is just that because. is true. That is true. This is this is deep in that in that beef. Now, if uh, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I think it cuts off after this, but I could be wrong. We'll, oh, we'll, far- we'll we'll get to the whenever we get to the next album in you know half a year. I'll, I'll uh, find out. No, if- there's another. There's at least one more song <laughs> that comes up. Uh, I don't know when the fuck we're going to get to it, but it, it'll happen. So yeah, this I, I like I like this song. It's okay. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Not much else for me to say about no, it. No, I mean, I, I do not have a lot about this I just, one. I, uh, I just genuinely like it, though. Like, I really dig this track. I, I was just curious about the whole Bushwick Bill not having an iPhone. I, I like the... Uh, interesting. I, but they did that comparison, and then uh, Shaggy Tudor says, I need a bitch like Harlan Williams needs a chin. I don't know. Harlan Williams is in um, uh, Big Money Hustlers. Oh, okay. He plays the cop. Oh, that guy. <laughs> he plays, he plays the, the, the good cop. Jeez. It's so great. <laughs> um, which I which put those quotes just, around good cop just, in all situations, just, but just remember, <laughs> in this case, there's there's just, a, there's you know a story reason for. Just it. remember, we're eventually gonna do a uh, a riff track on Big Money Hustles. We'll let you know when that comes out. We'll get around to it. Yeah, eventually. I I've done a I did a listen to it actually. Oh, yeah, you listen to it at work. I threw it, threw it on at work. Kind of kind of listened through it. <laughs> you, you know, honestly, not a not a movie you really need to watch. Some of it you do, but 
for the a most lot part, of the you jokes are get the idea. About about a third of the jokes are visual jokes. Yeah, most of it is just like you can just hear it. And it's like a Kevin Smith fun. movie. You know, that's, that's not supposed to watch the whole thing. That's <laughs> you're not supposed to pay attention to, to the whole thing. You got you got to be able to walk away here and there. Oh, I like Kevin Smith movies. Well, I'm looking forward to that Chainsaw and the Bob reboot. It looks fucking hilarious. There, there was a great breakdown of uh, of Kevin Smith movies, specifically Clerks, actually, where uh, or Mallrats was the one. Okay, bombed in theaters, but um, fucking exploded on yeah. VHS because people didn't have to stare at a screen and pay attention to everything <laughs> that was going on because not a lot happens in it. Yeah, it's filmed like TV, not like a movie. Oh, it's true. Hmm. It's interesting. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Track number four. Questions. I thought it was going to be good. Saying clown posse, go to uh, take a uh, intro to philosophy class. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that's what's going on here. <laughs> so, are you familiar with the song "Incredible Thoughts" by Lonely Island? Uh, it was from a uh, pop star. No, okay, no, I have their first two albums. I did not listen to any <laughs> of the other ones. Incredible Thoughts is. It's very close to this. Is it really? It's literally that Lonely like, Island bite off ICP. Not exactly. It's more like they bite off Jaden Smith's tweets. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's that kind of stuff. It's Oof. it's amazing. That's funny. It's just nonstop them like just stupid hypotheticals. <laughs> Is get... this the first appeal to Jesus? Oh. Oh, I don't know. I don't think I've heard it before. Shit, maybe it is. Um. Oh, wow. It actually might be. I don't know. That one just came off really weird to me. Which is interesting, because it's not ICP saying it. Oh, is that, uh... That's Isham. Oh, Isham. That's Isham. Isham. Okay. I thought it was going to be, um... Monoxide or Jamie. Nope, that's, that's Isham's voice. Interesting. Um. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even notice that. That's interesting. I did. Hmm. Wow. They they usually don't go go that route. No. Know? 
No, because anytime that they do anything like quote unquote religious, it's always the carnival uh, about the carnival. Yeah, Shangri La. They, they they don't they mask. Yeah, they don't like go into overly Christian tones. But who's who is the carnival's son? I guess it's still just Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Would that be the ringmaster? Maybe. Maybe I don't fucking know. Um, I like the song. Um, it's okay. I love the chorus. Yeah, Isham. It's pretty good. Isham. There, there you go. There you go. One of the few times I'll give you that. Damn. I know. I didn't. I don't know if I told you. I just found a. Um, I was at the one uh, record store that I tend to go to, but I went in a different town, mm-hmm. and I found an Isham vinyl. Oh, it's a single. I paid three dollars for it. <laughs> And I was like, oh, wow, it's an Isham vinyl. I wonder how many of these there are. I wonder if it's worth anything. I look online, it's fucking worth like two bucks. Well, <laughs> it was a promo well, vinyl, too, so I was like, oh, maybe it's... You can't even get a return on that. I know, right? <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> but I'll just hold on to it. I thought it was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's not It's not from an album that I that I have, so I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever, cool. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I dig this song. I like the beat. The chorus, I like the chorus a lot. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and at the end of the song... We have a we have a we have a skit. Well, before we get to that skit, I just oh, want sorry, to highlight should... a specific line from sorry, it. Sorry, go ahead. One that Shaggy says actually. Mm-hmm. He's he's like, "Why every time I see my reflection, I see no direction." I'm like, "Damn, shit." Same, bud. I'm sorry. Well, then I'd like to highlight a a, a line from Violent J. Go for it. Where every time he has a taco, you want a bite. Motherfucker. <laughs> that shit's deep. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That, that happened. It, it do be like that sometimes. It do. Especially when you live like five minutes away from a Taco Bell. Yeah. Anyways, we got a skit at the end. We do. Uh, Shaggy 2 Dope and some other jovial friend. You have a time for it? I don't. Oh, fuck it. Oh, fuck it. Um... And we get uh, we get the character, this, this jolly gentleman of Florida Joe. Oh. And I took no notes on skits. In I I didn't, but I just I I just and I don't remember anything. I think it's funny because Florida Joe is walking by. He is basically like you can't understand what the fuck he's saying. It's incoherent. Oh, that yeah. yeah. Okay. And he says, "Oh, hey, give me a beer." And they're like, you have a keg, right? I guess he's pulling, like, uh, a wagon Mm. or whatever, and he has a keg there. He's telling them to come over for a party that he's having later, and he's going to crack the keg open, but it's BYOB. (laughs) That beer is exclusively for him and nobody else. (laughs) Oh, God. What a dick. I don't even drink, and I know that that is not the way you throw a party, man. It's a real dick move. Dick move. (sighs) This, This just makes me want to find, like, the Juggalo show on YouTube or something and watch these because that's where those, a lot of those characters show oh, up. Oh, jeez. Like, I need, to, I need to see some of those. So, is uh... Is that it for questions? I think it is. A- you... Any... No no further questions? Uh... I have one question. Mm-hmm. What's the next song? Well, <laughs> the next song is Mr. Happy! Together now. Whee! 
to live life without them. I know it don't make any sense to you, but fuck you. This song's about me exclusively. Murder. Murderous. Murderation. The murdering mentality without an explanation. I'm Mr. Happy and I ride a bike. Chew. I ain't got a seat. I just sit on the pipe. Thing. I whistle. I sing. I'll pet your poodle. I'll twist and squeeze your neck like a wet noodle. Cause I'm so happy I'll stab your ass. Lay down next to you, dead on the grass. And say, Ooh, it feels so good every time I murder, I get story about this song okay so i did not get this song uh first couple times but it wasn't anything that happened on my end Uh uh-huh so um on on the totally legit cd that i had that i did not i because you know we do this completely 100 percent legally there's no no sharing of music on a Google Drive or anything like that. No, not at all. Um, this song didn't have a file extension on it. On the CD, mind you. Completely legal CD. So, the file was just sitting there and wasn't imported into my music. So, the first time that I listened to it, I didn't hear anything. I didn't get it at all. It oh. skipped right over it. Oh. Uh, the second time that I listened to it, same thing. But! Because I'm on this now, oh. and I can see the uh, track numbers and all that stuff, I noticed that there was something missing <laughs> between tracks four and six. <laughs> so I investigated. I thought, did it fuck up and like put it in under like a weird artist thing? No, it just literally wasn't in my library. It was just the file sitting there. It just says, Mr. Happy. Nothing. I'm like... What's the extension? None. It doesn't have one. I'm like, what the fuck? Excuse me? And so I added the MP, the dot .mp4 to it, and it's like, oh, there it is. What the fuck? I don't know, but... Uh, that's really weird. That's on you. <laughs> that's on iTunes. No. I mean, the CD. That didn't happen over here. That's how it is on, but on I, the CD. But I upload it through iTunes. Oh. Ah. Well, you fucked it. So, no, iTunes fucked it. Anyways, what do we got to talk about Mr. Happy? I didn't say much about it, honestly. Yeah. Um, I didn't care for this one. What do I have on here? It was, it was whatever. Uh, they, they have a bot with the bot line. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is. Um, I just said he seems like a nice boy. <laughs> uh, it almost sounds... It, it's kind of similar, like, content-wise. Kind of like uh, uh, rainbows and stuff. A he likes bit, he I likes guess. a lot of these nice things. Yeah, but he just wants to kill you. Yeah, I guess. This is just the the not rock version. <laughs> it's got it, like the the only thing that I really have on this is like I I, I just really don't have much to say about yeah. it. Um, the 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 most that I have is if I if I want to uh, to to step up on a, on a soapbox for a minute mm-hmm. and talk about the stigmatization of mental illnesses. <laughs> um, Specifically, as it relates to this song, and honestly, this band as a whole. Whenever you get right down to it, mm-hmm. um, 
there, there's a lot of painting of people with mental illnesses as dangerous and unstable and all that stuff. Uh, sorry, is the part on here where he takes the medication? He mentioned something about that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, there's, there's this whole belief that, like, you know, people who are medicated are, like, dangerous to other people if they're off of their stuff. And, like, no, not, not so much. Mostly it's dangerous to themselves. And I think that's, a, that's an important thing for us to realize in yep. society. And, unfortunately, it's really hard to counteract years and years of that, you know, not being what people are hearing and, right. you know, getting. That's all I got for this one. Nah. The song's kind of whatever. I mean, I like this song. Um, it's it's a song that I would expect, uh, especially on this album. Yeah, it's a it's it's an ICP song. But but yeah, I could just see like this being one that's like fairly skippable, I guess. Uh, yeah, I honestly I didn't really have any notes on this one either. So yeah, it's probably because you didn't hear it because you don't want to admit that you fucked up. You know what? It was <laughs> it was just fine on mine. <laughs> Fool. So up next, sorry, iPhone problems. <laughs> You don't have an iPhone. Exactly. Yeah. I, it worked just fine for me. Yeah. And my Samsung. And yet, the iPhone wasn't where the problem happened. <laughs> Interesting. Moving on. Track number six. Radio Stars. Okay, how are we going to do this? Let me. I'm just going to take a pause real quick. <laughs> how are we going to do this? Because we, we have to hear each one. We, we have to play bits of each one. I guess we can just, like, skip. Do you have? No, I don't have points. Fuckers. We'll just skip it certain sections. I have an idea. Do you want me to? Do you want me to, to find the spot? Play the whole thing. I don't want to play the whole thing. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, sorry, we'll, everyone. Okay, we'll skip it around and I'll add it. Yeah, we'll skip around. Occasionally, the overwhelming temptation to reach the pinnacle of the pop music genre will reduce even the most deplorable examples of the underground music scene to attempt to change their so-called artistic endeavors in a vain attempt to appeal to the public at large. Behold the metamorphosis. Uh, fuck platinum. Platinum just ain't enough. We need more money, more houses and cars and stuff. I'm sick of juggalos. I want them other hoes. I want them shitty hoes. Yeah. You get with radio and videos. Uh, we'll do whatever it takes to get some airplay. Triple our sales and pay. Yeah. Come on, Shaggy. What? Follow my lead. Let's go. It's time we change our shit up to get what we need. Come on. Take these off real quick. I'm gonna go over here. Hang on a second. You know how to play a guitar. I play the skin flute to be a radio star. I'm sick of keeping it real. Yeah, an underground. I want the 10 million pounds. So we heard crunk. And now we're hearing basically Weezer. Yeah. Pop punk kind of thing, kind of. Buddy, Holly glasses on. I can't even see one of these 
And, and now we have a, an R&B? Yeah, I don't know, this one's really fucking weird. I can't really place this. It's, it's interesting. Every, every single other one has... Maybe not, like, it has like a clear sort of, like, I could probably connect it to somebody that they're clearly making fun of, but this one I don't. Yeah, I don't quite have it. stars so they they go through it is it is literally just about them deciding that they you know want to want to sell out to the radio or it's like, whatever it's like oh hey it's icp making fun of something they actually did yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking weird uh so the first part of it they they refer to that as crunk rap yeah basically it's uh, it comes off to me a lot like dmx <laughs> very much like they got the what and all that shit it's, in there they, they, got, they got a producer that was like smashing the orchestra hits repeatedly just, just fuck I couldn't remember who that who that DJ was oh fuck Swiss Beats Swiss Beats yeah it's like, it's like, it's like discount Swiss Beats and like Swiss Cheese Beats, beats. It, it's really interesting because it's like that sounds a lot like a DMX kind of thing and DMX is a guy who Come honestly in isn't very different from them in terms of, like, subject matter and just the shit that he says in his songs. Yeah. But guess who's, like, on the radio all the fucking time anyway? Fucking DMX. Like, the I worst mean, of his songs that, like, you'd be like, how could this at? have been on the radio? It's on the radio. Like, yeah, where, where the Hood At was on the radio. Obviously, Party Up is his most famous Party song. Party Up all over the place. Yeah, Which is funny. P Party Up is, like... It has nothing to do with partying. Oh, no. <laughs> like, like, there's just a lot, it's... Every DMX song is more or less about him going, like, you ain't hard, I can yeah. fuck y'all up. <laughs> that's really, <laughs> that's, that's, that's DMX. what it is. DMX, like, if you, if you want to laugh about something like, like that, look up the song, um, I Don't Dance. Ayo Kato. My homie's dead, but also I can fuck y'all up. <laughs> no, listen, listen to I Don't Dance, which is DMX uh, and Machine Gun Kelly. And DMX goes the entire song not saying a fucking thing. It's just him talking about how he's he's a real N-word and y'all ain't shit. That's all it is. It's DMX. It's just the entire song. Also, it sounds like it's Swiss Beats and it's not Swiss Beats, so he got the discount Swiss Beats. <laughs> um, but back on, on this actual song, Radio Stars, yeah, yeah we got we got a crunk-ish rap song. Yep. Second part of it, it's very Weezer. It's it's very clearly taking shots at Weezer. Um, it says Buddy Holly Glasses. Yeah, uh, Buddy Holly Glasses was like very like, that That was basically like a signature of them. Nice, uh, nice F-bomb. Okay. Oh yeah, it's much it's much appreciated. It's it's wonderful. So cool, man. Don't what a cool that. guy. I I want to I want to be friends with him. Don't do that. Stop it. Like Start I out. said, I have 
I don't really have anything to connect that last one to. Like, obviously, it's going like for R and B and stuff. It's trying to be R and B, but it's so weird. It's it's, it's like, like it's like some strange like spooky R and B. It almost like okay, what's the, this is two thousand? What was like a popular Usher was popular at the time. Yeah, and he did not sound. That like didn't that. sound like Usher. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, who else was like big at the time? Wasn't Brian McKnight? Sound nothing like him. No, <laughs> that's weird. I don't know what you were. I don't know what you guys are trying to go for. I just liked Two Dope's final line. If of, anybody out there has a, a knows has a specific on who they were who they were taking on with that one, yeah. let us know. I'm curious. Yeah. Because I, at the time, I wasn't really into like any R and B or rap for that matter. Like that was not a time in my life whenever I was on any of that shit. So I have. No clue. I let's see. So what? Two thousand. That was ten. Mm. Obviously, Eminem was was popular at the time. I, I was still on just like whatever was on the radio that my parents were listening to, which was classic rock and shit. Yeah, I mean, with my mom, she listened to uh, to the um, eighty station mm-hmm. here. I had a Blue Oyster uh, Cult CD. <laughs> uh, I was oh two thousand Britney Spears. Oh yeah, I was all about Britney yeah. at the time. Britney, Backstreet Boys, and Sync. Really that was my shit back then. And you know what? Still my shit now. I'm seeing Backstreet Boys in two fucking months. They're back. All right. <laughs> Actually, when this goes out, no, I'll see them next month. Um, Damn. I know. I'm, I'm excited for that. It's going to be a fun time. So, um, okay, radio... St- okay, they, they, they talk about... Uh, they talk about platinum not being enough. Had they gone platinum at that point? Malenko did go platinum. I don't know when, though. When was it certified platinum? Ooh, you know what? Let's double check on that. I don't remember offhand. Let's do a look up. Because um, they had two platinum albums. Uh, and a couple of them go gold. Um, Let me see. Certified. Uh, 1999, it was certified platinum. Oh, okay, so it got certified then. Yeah. When did Jeff Brothers get certified then? I do not know. Let's see. Jekyll Brothers Platinum Certified. Yo, yo, we got to go. That's that's just funny to me. I don't know. Uh, I can't find it. Fuck it. 2008. Oh, wow. That's way later. Yeah. That's way later. I mean... Malenko, it makes sense. Yeah. That, that totally makes sense for Malenko. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah that's, uh, they, they had gone platinum with Malenko before that, and they, they were, you know, like, not enough. But hey, that's not enough. That's not enough. We need more. <laughs> Island. Let's get more. <laughs> Diamond. Damn. Diamond. That's a lot. That's ten million albums. That's a that's a whole lot. That's a whole lot of albums. Some some artists have done it. That's true. What, some M's, have. M's got I think three diamond albums. Really? Marshmallows LP, Eminem Show, Eminem Show actually went diamond first, I think. Huh. Uh and oh maybe not. Maybe the first album did too. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. It's hard for albums to go diamond nowadays, especially with streaming and. Shit. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's a new different whole different thing. So, yeah. I mean, streams do count, but in a really, like, watered-down way. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, it's like, like, it's like, oh, yeah, stream by the artist, and they'll get paid for it. It's like, yeah, one stream is, like, one fifty-seventh of a penny. 
Right. I mean, well, is um, how how do they uh how do they convert that oh, to to knows. consider because it's it's sales like it, it's literally like units. Right. Right. I have no fucking idea hmm. because so, because like SoundScan takes like YouTube into account as well now. Weird. Yeah. Like YouTube, Spotify, Pandora, uh, iTunes, Google Play, like all that shit yeah. counts. Which is why I think less and less people are worried about like coming out with physical CDs at the time, right? Yeah. And like the uh, when Eminem's Kamikaze came out, it was available like immediately day it came out, but then physical copies were not available for like another month. Like when it came out, I didn't even know it came out. So like the next day, I'm on Twitter here seeing people talk about it, like what the fuck. So I looked it up and I'm like, oh shit! You go on his site and you can order the album. But you got an instant download of the CD, and I was like, fucking cool. Great, I can listen to this now. But yeah, that's why, like, fucking mixtapes and everything are going gold and shit now, because... <laughs> it's so fucking weird. It like, is. The certifications in general are... I mean, it's a... It, as far as I'm concerned, uh, it needs to become a relic, because A, there's really no way to accurately calculate that in the first place, and B... There's really no reason to. Like, it's... Who cares? <laughs> like... Alright. We, uh, we ready to, to hit on up the next track? Yep. This is track number seven! My, My ass. ass. <laughs> My ex is my bunty. I bring him when I walk. Me and my ex will leave your head outlined in charge. My ex is my bunty. He always makes me laugh. Me and my ex cut big and spinal cords in hair. My ex is my bunty. And when I wind him back, me and my ex will give your forehead a butt crack. My ex is my bunty. I never leave without him. Me and my ex will leave your neck a bloody fountain. Chip, chip, chip. Everybody, 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 everybody. Murdering, murdering, murdering. Okay, I'm glad you were. Well, I, I mean, like, if you, if you were doing, the th like, I already looked up the, I have the notes here about that important thing, but I also remember this one because it's one that you used to always come up to me with back in the day. Yeah. I recall this one. So, all right, I'll do my thing first, and then you can go into yours. Okay. This is a song that, this is one of the early tracks that, that I listened to a lot. Mm -hmm. I've said before that there were, like, three songs that got me into ICP that I listened to a lot, and it was like, okay, I was hooked then. This was not one of those. Fair. But I do have memories of, like, the dude who got me into ICP, like, listening to it in his car, and him just going nuts when it would come on, and so this was a track that I listened to a lot. I distinctly have memories of it playing, uh, I think, in my car, or, like, might have been on the radio when I was, like, doing dishes at home, and my mom hating it, um, especially uh, at the, was it the final line, I think? It's one of the lines where uh, he says, uh, me and my ex will fuck your mother on your grave. 
It's not, uh... It's, That's a great... It's really bad. But, like, most of the t- things he's saying is just him, like, killing bigots. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. He says, he says he's gonna kill the devil. Yeah. That's a fucking big deal. Uh, I love this song, though. <laughs> really, I genuinely love this song. It's um, it's fun. The, like, they have the a lot beat, of amusing lines. The beat is creepy, like the the, the bounciness of it, but it's still dark. I, I think the uh, I, I think the the weird shift from like the verse into the hook is like, eh. like the hook is kind of weird for it, but it works. Yeah, and the hook we have uh, yeah we've talked about before. It's got that chop chop quote. Yeah, it's all from, the way from Beverly Hills. Yep the the classic. Yeah, song? Yeah, I mean, I guess. It was it's one a, that I remember liking. Yeah, it's from, it's from like seven years prior. What's, <laughs> so. what's the deal with the way he pronounces buddy? Oh, <laughs> my axe is my buddy. <laughs> but, but, it's like B-U-D-T-Y. Yeah, yeah what's the buddy. deal? What's, what's he doing? <laughs> my axe is my buddy. I don't know, I like it though. That was always the thing that I was like, like whenever I whenever I would hear this before at any point, anytime it was brought up, I was always just like, man, his voice is just obnoxious. <laughs> but, so, the important thing that we cannot yeah. go without mentioning regarding I'm, this song. I'm glad that you were going to bring this up, because I was going to. So this... July we, 10th. We, real quick, before we, before we get into this, we... Like, there are multiple times that I have said that this is music. Mm-hmm. You take it as such. Yes. What was it? The song, uh, like, Sing for the Moment by Eminem says, he, he says uh, the line, uh, they say music can alter thoughts and talk to you, alter moods and talk to you, but can it load a gun for you and cock it too? No, it can't. But... To go into this uh, this story, I just want to say that it's music, it's entertainment, and that's all it should be viewed as. Okay. July 10th, 2017. This is just over two years ago. At the radio station KISS 108 in Boston. Boston. A 38-year-old man held the radio station hostage. Yep. With an axe mm-hmm. and a series of large knives, mm-hmm. demanding that they play this song, mm-hmm. had a standoff with police, mm-hmm. throwing large knives at them, was not able to be taken down with tasers or beanbags, eventually surrendered, mm-hmm. and was uh, he was, uh, was he was he was, t- he was taken in for for yeah for an examination. Yeah, psych evaluation. Now, yeah, he he demanded they play that axe song. Yeah, uh, he had okay. they they did find that he had uh, multiple uh, cans of uh, open beers in his uh, oh, I didn't car know as well. I, I thought I thought you were gonna go on to like other things, but uh, there's no uh, to my knowledge uh, because they don't do that. Uh, there's no release of like the results of an evaluation yeah, or anything like anything. that. You can't do that really. Yeah, I didn't hear anything after the fact. Uh, I just remember this blowing up. I remember seeing it on Twitter a lot. Yeah, yeah, time. that was that was the whole fucking thing. Um, it's not cool. It's not great. It's also not like a good thing to you know, like tar everybody with this whole thing and all that stuff. It's it's not not cool because obviously 
the dude had some problems that needed addressed, and they were not. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a lot of things that we need to be able to address with people, and people need to feel safe, like going to somebody with them. And we don't live in a society that encourages that, unfortunately. Um, whenever you say that, like, no, a, a song can't literally like force somebody to kill someone. Um, but I still do feel that there is an amount of responsibility on people to, you know, recognize what it is they're saying and how that comes off to certain people. Right. Uh, because ICP is primarily very much a like haven for people who feel like they are outcast. Yes. Uh, they don't have, they feel like they don't have anywhere else to turn, you mm-hmm. know? And so they come to this and they find some comfort in feeling like, you know, I'm not the only one who's like weird and has problems and stuff. Uh, but there can also be very unhealthy reinforcement of things in this. Oh, certainly. And like, obviously ICP is not like for, you know, killing people and stuff like that, but it is still a very heavy theme that comes up in their music. It's repeated a lot. (laughs) And without being able to like, make it clear to people, Mm -hmm. I feel like that can cause problems with stuff. I mean, you could say that anything's for entertainment all you want, but at the same time, let's say like, if I was, if I was to like, decide that I'm going to report news and I just like fucking onion it up, but I don't have any clear distinction between what is parody and what is real. Mm -hmm. People do take parody news very seriously sometimes because they don't recognize the difference. And sometimes parody news sites don't do their due diligence in making sure people understand that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that same thing carries over even to this, where it is 100% entertainment. You need to be able to like cut a distinction for the people who are going to hear this because you don't know who's going to hear it. Right. And at the same time, it's not... It, that's with any aspect of entertainment. Absolutely. Literally any. Yeah. It's not just music. No. It's with movies. Movie, it's with video games. Mm-hmm. You know, books. Like, all of that shit. Yep. You have to, like, flat out say, you know, this is this is a work of fiction or, or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and things of that nature. Granted, there are some people... Who are doing, you know, music or entertainment, whatever the fuck, and stand by everything yeah. that they talk. I, I talked to you before, and, and we we discussed this. Um, the, the one podcast I listened to to, uh, told me about the um, that one uh, Norwegian black metal. Oh, Varg, yeah. Like, holy shit! Oh, he's an the, unrepentant fucking white supremacist. Like, they're all about that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, they've said it. Okay. Not saying that's okay that they do, but, like... No. We, they, like, ICP, we heard, we heard in the prior, um, episode, um, in Behind the Paint, there's, uh, random, like, news, uh, mm-hmm. clips being played in the background during what, the, what would be the chorus. And you hear Violent J at one point, he says along, if, if somebody goes and kills somebody because of our music... Um, and I, it kind of fades out, so I don't get yeah. to hear it, but I think he says something along the lines of, like, and they're not listening to the music right, or something like that. Um, because I think he does talk about it in the book as well. But, right. like, it's, it's, it's just a, it becomes a big schmoz of, just go out 
and say, hey, we make this for you Mm -hmm. as an outlet. Right. Nothing more. Exactly. Nothing more. That's all it is. That's one of the reasons why I got into this music was because it's like, I was a very, very angry and sad boy. I am still a very angry and sad man. (laughs) And sometimes I just need to hear a song that is conveying what I need to hear. Something that speaks to that. And that's it. Does it, does it fix it completely? No. But it does help to an extent. But that's all I, like me personally, I recognize all that is just a work of fiction. Mm-hmm. A, a work of quote-unquote art that there's nothing more to it. Right. I'm I mean, not being told through the music to go and murder somebody. That That's the weird part of it, though, because they are still trying to, like, say something in this. Like, the their subliminal songs, message. Their songs are not, like, 100% just like, fiction devoid of any kind of, like, thing that, like, any any message. Like, they still have a message in it. Right. And, and they're trying to make points on stuff, and they do specifically call to certain things in the world that they see as wrong or evil or whatever. And whenever they get, it's just, the fiction part is just whenever they get down to, how do we solve it? <laughs> like, right. It's they just, call for murder and stuff. Yeah. And that's the split where it, b- between the two. But I mean, like, depending on a person's state of mind, mm-hmm. that split isn't there. And yeah. I mean, even in my case, sometimes I don't believe necessarily that split is there. Sometimes, you know, sometimes right. you call for a guillotine and you're not sure if you're serious or not. It's hard to, <laughs> co- it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, it's recognizing, like, the moral situation, I guess. Right. Um, and, and, yeah. I'll be talking about this more later in this very album. I can't wait. I have a whole thing. Okay. We'll get to it. Okay. I'm not sure where it is, but okay. It's all right. Um, so yeah, we, we, we went a little bit on a tangent on that, but that was, that was something very important to talk There's about. a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, Nyax, you know? that, that is, that is a very important story that happened in recent memory. It's not just yeah, like nah, this was... something that happened in 2000 or 2001. Like, no. This is still fairly recent in our minds. I still, like, I've had random times where I was like, oh, yeah, there was that time whenever blank happened. Mm-hmm. Um, like, anytime something involving Insane Clown Posse is in the news, it fucking blows up. Yep. More often than not, it's negative. Oh, yeah. That's... I mean, shit. Earlier this year, when Shaggy Judah decided, hey, there's Fred Durst over there. <laughs> I'm a dropkick him. Dropkick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, that was fucking everywhere in the news. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's, it's a way to laugh at ICP. Yeah. This was a way to demonize the music, um, while also not necessarily like poking fun at, although a lot of people did, Mm -hmm. um, the apparent uh, issues that the, the gentleman was having. I mean, if you want to, uh, if you look up the story of this, here's, let me, let me throw something at you real quick. The first thing that comes up is a, uh, is an article from Barstool Sports. Oh, fuck them. Oh yeah, it's fucking terrible. I hate Barstool Sports. fucking awful. They have... The entire thing is just slagging off A, the dude, B, like, juggalos in general. It's 
Barstool's really I shitty. Have, I have never once The second seen one is from Pitchfork, and it's just like a straightforward, here's what happened. It's a fucking report. I think Spin had one, maybe. But, like, I've never once read something from Barstool and then be, like, objective. Yeah, no. All they do is just it's, talk It's not, obviously shit. not what they're going for. Fuck them. Yeah. I'm it, sorry. It, it was a really em. shitty fucking article. But, yeah. And I mean, like, that's... Media in general tends yeah. to do that because just, uh, just look up insane clown posse my app my axe on Google and then go to the the news yeah. thing you'll find a lot. But yeah, the, uh, the general thing of media is that negative emotions draw more attention all yep. the time. Like, and that's that's what you end up with. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my axe. I think I think we've I think we've covered everything on that yeah. one. Yep, and we can move up. That's your volume up there. Up next, we have track number eight, If. In order, from one to metamorphosize, from one's inner self to being projected out into the astral plane and to rematerialize into an inanimate object or another living organism, for that matter, is entirely and absolutely impossible. However, if I was your TV, I'd be like, look at me. If I was a shooting star, I'd be like, oh. If I was a fat bitch's thong, I'd be like, hell nah. If I was a hobby thong, I'd be like, oh. If I was a cuss word, I'd just be like, fuck. If I was a rock on the moon, I'd be chilling like, Suck. If I was a butthole, I'd just be an exit. If I was the DOC, I'd be like, man, this is bullshit. If I was your tires on your car, I'd be like, yeah. If I was the bumper on your car, I'd be like, a balloon, I'd be like, Pah. if I was Alyssa Milano, I'd be fucking Joe Bruce, if I was a radio DJ, I'd probably say, if I was a richy ass bitch, I'd be like, um, okay. if I was Spin Magazine, I'd put a mirror on the cover, and be like, fuck us, and all our readers, even this motherfucker, if I was your mental stress, I'd be catching up, if I was your headaches, every now and then, I'd be like, oh. if I was your tongue, I'd be hating your teeth, I'd be like, ah, why do y'all explain me every time we try to eat? I'd be like, sit here. And if I was Kid Rock, I'd cut my feathered wolf hair. If I was your muffler, I'd be like, quietly. And if I was a price tag, I'd be like, you ain't buying me. If I was a fresh DJ, I'd be like, if I was Jam Master J, I'd be like, if I was a cheap clock radio, I'd be like, who that motherfucker had? I was Barry White, I'd be like, what up, y'all? If I was a nipple in the cold, I'd be like, and if I was your dead uncle, I'd be like, if I was a raindrop, I'd just be like And if I had an axe in your neck, I might say feeling that's what violent j said mikey clark did not tell them that last part (laughs) sounds very intentional i (laughs) 
hate it so fucking much. I'm gonna say this right now. I think this is the lowest track on the album. Really? I don't. Yeah, I don't care for it. I really don't. Like Radio Stars is like slightly higher for it being just stupid. You don't like Radio Stars? I don't care for it much. <laughs> I, I legit don't. And yeah, no, there's not but, much to it. But this song just makes me mad. They're not the 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 cadence of the rapping is just talking and there's a beat. Yeah. Or or even still stabbing. Yeah, we can't get away from it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't care for this one. All so too yeah, much. Um, what about you? Yeah, like as you know, you have that very uninterested uh, hook thing there. <laughs> so annoying. Like, <laughs> we're just we were just sitting here, and then we like look at each other as we're like mouthing the words as small as I, possible. I can't do it. <laughs> it's impossible. It just amuses the shit out of me. <laughs> Uh, he does. Uh, he he does in this song have have a line in which he bombs John Denver. <laughs> oh, I don't even remember the line. Oh, uh, he's he's like if I was like a plane or something. Like he's like if I was John Denver, it'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't realize those two were connected. Yes, yeah, like one right after the other. I'm a dumb there. That's funny. <laughs> Although they were saying that amused me about being an inanimate object. And Violent J said that if he was Alyssa Milano, mm-hmm. who's not an inanimate object. It's true. Huh. What? No, it's just yeah, yeah. just wrong on that one. I don't know what an inanimate object. They were talking about, about being inanimate objects. I mean, they were talking about anything. John Denver is also not an inanimate object. Yeah, yeah. they're wrong. <laughs> they're wrong on all those then. Shame on them. The song isn't about exclusively yeah. inanimate objects. It's about... But that's what the intro is talking about. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't listening that's to the all. intro because I don't care. This <laughs> <laughs> uh, song's else? whatever. Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't put this at the bottom. I don't think. Maybe. Really? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to tell. Okay. Eh. All right. I think I put just most of this album just in in the middle. Okay. That's... And then it has a couple that are like I'm above those. Okay. <laughs> all right. This is track nine. This is. Oof. This is a big one. Yeah, this is Let's Go All the Way. Another cover. This is another cover. This is covered by a, a Sly Fox song. Yes. 
Uh, apparently, the story with this one was uh, Violent J was driving home from somewhere. Maybe they would have been on tour or whatever. Um, and at a gas station, he picked up a, a cassette of like 80 songs. And the original version by Sly Fox is on there, and he really liked it, so they wanted to put their own spin on it. Interesting. I like that. That's that's yeah. a really cool way to to find out about a song. So this has a video. Has we a watched video. it. This is the probably most expensive video that they had at the time. Really? Oh, definitely. That's weird. Oh, definitely. That's... I, guess, I guess all the floats and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's I, I mean, like I don't know what they had to pay for Tilt a Whirl, which seems like it could also Tilt a Whirl would have been a big expensive. deal as well. So I mean. Maybe it's a, a toss-up between those two. Because prior to that, the biggest one would have been uh, Hall's Illusions. Yeah, and that was uh, just kind of like a bunch of rooms and stuff. Yeah. So Not a whole lot to that. Video effects. So the thing is, this song is... First off, I mean, thinking about the song itself, it is so positive. Yeah. It is just a feel-good fucking song. They are of talking about the possibility of a very real possible future that could exist. They, they're literally talking about, look at all of these people who you may not have things in common with, mm-hmm. but you're unified. Yeah. Okay. Like, everyone is just chill and happy. It, like, like a fucking utopia. Yeah. And the the implication is that it would be Shangri-La. Right. Okay. But they're just thinking like, hey, if you just... Although, the implication is sort of that, but also sort of not. Okay. Because at the very end of it, he says, blah, 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 can you guess what this place is? Your future, make it a reality. Okay. Yeah, that is true. Which is, you know... This could happen here. But he also says all you have to do is follow me, which is like, eh, I guess whatever. Basically, I feel like that's the lazy ending to that. If you're not a piece of shit, everybody can just be happy yeah. and be cool. We we have the possibility collectively to to make a society in which people can live well and not have to like not have to spend all of their time just working themselves into the grave. Like there are enough people that we can work together to basically have a, a place where we can, you know, do what we need to do to maintain the functioning of a community, but then also have the time to ourselves to do what we will with it and, you know, be able to actually live and have time that isn't just spent dreading the next time that I have to go do work. <laughs> like, there's a possibility for that. And, uh, you know, there there's a lot that holds us back from that uh, on either side of it, from the people who are like, no, why bother? And that that's dumb. And the people who are like, no, I, I do so much work right now. And that's the honorable way for some reason. <laughs> like, there are two kinds of people who do a lot of work. It's, man... I really wish I could stop doing all of this goddamn work. That's why I do so much. It's so someday I can enjoy not having to do it. And then there are the people who are like, man, I'm doing so much goddamn work and everybody should be exactly like me because, I don't know, I just believe that people should work themselves to death. <laughs> That's what life's about. I, I don't get those people. <laughs> and we have, we have the possibility to do better. Yeah. And we don't because... Rich people call the shots, and they don't want us to have better lives. <laughs> the top 
1% have 99% full of the, the, the wealth. Uh, seize the means of production, comrades. Douglas, go Bernie. <laughs> so, this is a uh, this is a talking point here. Um, I mentioned this to you. I don't know if you want to put it in a little aside here. If you want go on. to, to give people a chance to skip ahead to a certain point. Um, oh. this, is a, this is a story here. Okay, how long is this? Is it be like a while? It, it could be. I don't know. Okay, well, so. um, if if it's really long, I'll I'll put it. I'll give you guys a timestamp. If not, I'll just you, you just listen to it. Fine. Okay. What's up, y'all? Shmeev cutting to let you know about one of them tangents that we're about to go on. Uh, this one's about ICP's attempt to get Let's Go All the Way onto MTV. It's a very interesting story, and uh, it takes about 15 minutes or so to tell. So if you want to skip to the very end of that, you can go to 136.30 and just jump right back in at the end. Peace. So... Um, this is ICP's biggest point of trying to sell out. Really? Flat out. Okay, I can see it. So, when they created the videos for Tilt the World and, um, and Let's Go All the Way, uh, they gave them to Island. Island passed them off to MTV. Uh, to which MTV said that they would play Let's Go All the Way. And they did. Um, at Fucking weird ass times. <laughs> of course. That's why uh, when we were looking earlier to try and uh, to watch the video for Let's Go All the Way before we started this, um, I had to find the version that somebody had ripped from the videos uh, DVD mm. because there is one up there that has the, the MTV timestamp on there, which is really interesting. Um, what Violent J did one day, he went on to the ICP website and typed up this big ass long thing. They were doing what was called the Day of Leenda. It was a day in December, I think, of 2000, where they wanted to basically do everything possible to get Let's Go All the Way on TRL. Huh. Now, they, uh, I think Jay and Shaggy were doing uh, like a radio station thing that day or something. They weren't in New York. Jumpsteady was. Jump setting, and about four hundred juggalos were at Times Square outside of TRL, standing there waiting. <laughs> juggalos were calling TRL constantly Damn. to request. Let's go all the way. If you're if you're a younger listener and don't know anything about TRL since it's been dead for like <laughs> I feel 10 like we don't years. have younger listeners, but all right, we probably just don't. in case. The TRL was Total Request Live, where people could request music videos to yep. be played um, based on you know what got requested more would be the last song because it was the number one request. Yep. So, Violent J was like, "Yo, let's make sure they know about us. Let's oh, yeah. have, let's go all the way. Be on TRL. Let's make it number one. Let's go all the way." Um. Violent J had even called a couple times, and it was at a point where he said, uh, the lady on the other line said, yeah, the Insane Clown Posse song, we've are, we're aware of it. <laughs> so, yeah, they were hearing. Uh, Christina Aguilera was the guest host uh, that day. Oh, shit. <laughs> Christina Aguilera, hometown girl. Hey. Shout out. She'll never admit it. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and... 
right before TRL started. Fine uh, boys in blue from the uh, NYPD. Oh boy! Showed up and forced the 400 plus juggalos to disperse. Jump steady. Tried to appeal to the better nature of the officers, saying they don't have one. We're just out here for TRL. What about all these people here that are also out here for TRL? All the Christina Aguilera fans. They weren't hearing it. Forced them to leave. However, allegedly, because I haven't looked up footage of this, if it's on YouTube, I want to find it. And if anybody has seen it, I would love you to confirm. Um, I guess, like, when Violent J was watching TRL, they could still hear people chanting ICP outside of the <laughs> studio. Um, and during the entirety of TRL, let's go all the way, the number one requested song never showed up. Jeez. It was later released, uh, I think that day or maybe the next day, that the executives at MTV had to approve the songs in question before they could be requested. So, despite MTV having already played Let's Go All The Way on their, uh, their later blocks, like the 11 o'clock and later, refused, flat out, to consider ICP's Let's Go All The Way to be on TRL. Now, we already know that MTV did not like ICP because of when Island had purchased uh, or, or won that time block and forced them to play Shockumentary uh, back during the Malenko era. Mm. But it just seems a little bit petty that so many people uh, requested this song and they flat yeah. out refused. And had it gone on there, maybe more people would have gotten into it. Right. And then it's shown up on further days. Apparently they, they like flat out just disqualified the votes and yes. all that. And also, apparently, um, the, the the story got changed. As, as, like the public story as to why they were dispersed was changed. Mm -hmm. uh, initially it was like MTV doesn't want them there. So they had them, they made them disperse. Right. Then, uh, are they saying that it was like because of the, traffic or shit no oh. according to the, this is from the metro times and it doesn't okay. seem like it's like a fully uh, uh the way that it's written it seems very editorialized so okay you know take it with a grain of salt if you will but it says after many protests from juggalos and when it became clear they were going to make mtv look bad the cops changed the story they then said that it is against the law to wear clown makeup in new york city is it really i Doubt it. I mean, they can just kind of say that on the spot if they feel like it. I so. would be very interested to look that up. Because that's interesting. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Basically, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. Um. And I'll, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm sure that not every juggalo that was there had their face painted. Oh, you know what? Uh, this is in 2012, so I actually don't know. Uh, now, that's part one of this story. It is illegal to congregate in public with two or more people while each wearing a mask or any face covering which disguises your identity. The law has existed since 1845, apparently. Oh, okay. That's interesting. But again, I'm, I'm curious if... It'd be one thing if they dispersed just the people wearing makeup. Right. But I highly doubt all 400 plus members were wearing face paint. 
Apparently, it's it's been notably enforced a couple of times. Uh, uh, Occupy Wall Street protests. It was it was enforced during that, and also okay. in 1999, they used it to break up the KKK wearing uh, their hoods in Manhattan. Ah, oh. so. Oh, hey, who knew? Sometimes that was, they will. That take was on actually their own. a good thing. <laughs> Fucking acknowledge the members of the goddamn KKK. I mean, it was nineteen ninety nine. It was a different time. Is it though? Yeah, because they wouldn't do oh, that. Yeah, they today. won't do it now. <laughs> um. So that's part one. All right. So that was the day of Leanda. Uh, a few weeks later, in January, they had what they were calling Ray Day. The Now, the details of this one are a little bit sketchy for me. I'm not fully aware. Another thing where Violent J got online and was like, blah, 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 do this. Mm-hmm. They wanted Juggalos to purchase Bizarre Bizarre and give them to people. Straight like, give them away. Yeah. To get more people, you know, yeah. knowledgeable about ICP. Right. Here's my issue with this. ICP call themselves Scrubs. Sure. Their music, what they're appealing to is, quote-unquote, uh, yeah. Scrubs. <laughs> See where you're going. They were already having an issue selling copies of Bizarre Bizarre, partially because the packaging was confusing, so they didn't. a lot of people didn't realize there were two albums. Right. Who, people can't always purchase two albums. Yeah, their fan base is pretty poor. A lot of people may not have been able to afford one album. A lot of people may have stolen one or both of the albums. By the way, this is not me calling you out on stupid bullshit. If you did that then, hey, shit. We had somebody talk to us. I don't uh, give a fuck. Yeah, somebody <laughs> sent us a message about how, like, their brother had <laughs> stolen, was it Jekyll Brothers, I think? Yeah. And then he stole it from him, which was funny. I think that was a... My brother also used to steal stuff, so. so. He may have actually stolen a copy of System of a Down and steal this album. <laughs> hey, they said to do it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't personally steal anything. If you did, hey, fuck it. But... My 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 thing the CD is CD was already paid for by the store. You're not actually stealing directly from ICP in that case. That's true. Um, <laughs> but that's that's the thing is now they're trying to again appeal to a greater audience outside of their core base. Mm-hmm. Violent J was doing everything possible to sell out. That's really what it was. Yeah, I mean. and a lot of people want to deny that, but I've seen like some old tours be like, yeah, it was a bad time for Jay. I guess. Um, and from that point on, it seems like Jay came to the realization of, yeah, why are we bothering with this? We don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> Honestly. In the time since, I mean, they've done appearances on countless channels and shit. Even MTV, they've done shit with them. Um, it seems like their perception of ICP has, has lightened up, which is very cool. Um, but... It's just a, a weird time when an album that they didn't want to put extra effort in, they wanted everyone else to put extra effort in taking and exposing to other people. Um, so that, that's just that's just something like that stood out to me. Um, and obviously, we see like again these albums are kind of a, a, a hodgepodge of tracks. Um, a, a random smudge, right? If that's what I want to say. Um, these would not have been the albums that I said go steal these, you know, <laughs> or you know, go and buy this and give it to somebody else. I would have said do that for a Joker card, do that for Jekyll Brothers. Honestly, yeah. Like, obviously, I'm I'm sure people did it for Malenko. 
They had to have. Probably. But, like, you know, steal the sixth. <laughs> like, when it comes out, it wouldn't have been Bizarre Bizarre, in my opinion. But that's the thing. This This song gave them so much exposure, but also not. Um, and a lot of it was forced because of Island J wanting it to happen, but just being shut down. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, whenever you have, like, any person who goes into creative endeavors usually, at least, it depends on your mindset, but they obviously do have a mindset that they want to still reach a lot of people, like, as many people as possible. Like, no matter what you may say about, like, you know, this or that about, you know, going mainstream or whatever, you still want to reach people that your music will connect with. Oh, exactly. And that's not necessarily just going to be, you know, like, you know, the the core Juggalo fan base and all right. that stuff. Because ultimately the stuff that they're talking about, like, will still resonate with people, like, oh, yeah. uh, like in, in, a, in a general, like, lower class... Stratus. You can have, and and that's the thing is, you can have just one album be something that a person's gonna really enjoy, but they might not, might not like the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Look, okay, think way back to when we had our Malenko episode, everyone. So we had our well, we had a guest here, our friend Rachel. Mm-hmm. She fucking loves Malenko. <laughs> she loves that fucking album. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care about any other shit. Oh, there's other stuff. Oh, there was. She, she said. That, she said that she's heard like other smatterings of other stuff. Oh, okay. But, like, she stands with me on the original Chicken Hunt. <laughs> oh, Chicken Hunt? Yeah. Oh, I know she's still with you on Hocus Pocus. And Hocus Pocus. Both of those, actually. Mm. Because, like, mm. I even brought up Chicken Hunt, and I was mm. like, I played the Slaughterhouse one. She's like, no, what is this? And I was like, <laughs> okay, was it this one? Then I played the original. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like, it's one thing if, if you get an album and you're like, oh, hey, I think that so-and-so might like this. Yeah. Like... If I took, fuck, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a CD that maybe I think that you would like. Okay, okay. I've, I, I told music. you before. <laughs> I've had CDs before. I uh, the one that I'm going to point out is a group called Borealis. They're I think they're doing like live stuff now. I don't think they're they've done anything like in studio. So I was really surprised when they came back. But they were like a rap rock band. Uh, they had one album come out in 2004. It's called What You Thought You Heard. It's really really good. I definitely recommend it if you're into like. They're kind of like Limp Biscuit, but a little bit lighter. Um, I, I, I dig them a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Shmeem, I think that you would like this. Mm-hmm. I think that I had you listen to some of their stuff. I think so. And I think you've been, like, fairly receptive of it. it. So it's like, yeah, It's cool. like whenever I heard, like, Royal Bliss on the radio. And I was oh, like, man! This is just, this band was designed specifically for Mike to listen to them. I love, <laughs> like, alternative music nowadays. Like, I love, like, give me that butt rock. <laughs> you give no, don't get me wrong I love ice like yeah. I, I, I like I like rap music a lot but I found that like Three Days Grace is my favorite rock band mm-hmm. of all time Breaking Benjamin I've had on nonstop for the last like week and a half mm-hmm. fucking love them the Theory of a Theory dead of a Dead Man, man. Hinder fucking uh, Hoobah Stank not Hoobah Stank no, I probably haven't listened to them no um, <laughs> but like I love that shit he he's he's like hey man. This song, uh, I heard this on the radio. I think you might dig it. It's by uh, it's by Royal Bliss. It's called Pain. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I put it on and I'm like, what the fuck? This is great. It's amazing. I know what I'm doing. It's the best. <laughs> and I can't find the CD anywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to order it online. So yeah, this was a big tangent on this. 
And obviously, this is the point where we want to cut back in. That's cool. I don't have anything else on the ICP thing, but that was just something that, again, Violent J just did. Welcome everything back to anybody who skipped and yeah. uh, anybody who stuck with us. Uh, thanks. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, the story about when I, when Violent J had sex with a duck was just it was fucking crazy. It was man. really weird. He avoided the corkscrew penis. It, um, it's a tough one. Yeah, it's very difficult. Ducks are wily creatures. They very much are. <laughs> <laughs> Jay totally did that in the audio version of uh, Behind the Paint. Oh, really? He was like, I don't know if anybody's really listening to me anymore. So if if anybody's like not paying attention, this is for the people who are paying attention. And he talks about the time he had syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> Track number 10, Let It Kill Sick of this bullshit. All these bitches thinking they're the fucking whip just because they got a net. Fuck your net, bitch. certainly for the ladies what? that's what this one is what? so this song it, it, <laughs> so you know that i've i've been a uh, i've i've been sort of on a movie marathon yeah of sorts uh anybody, <laughs> anybody who follows me uh knows that i've been i've been doing the, the 50 shades of blart marathon i love when you do live tweeting sessions Thanks. They're the greatest. I have a blast. I've started actually putting them all in one thread now. So <laughs> yeah, that's so much better. Like I can follow it. <laughs> so uh, this, this marathon has been the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, but with a Paul Blart movie in between each one. Um, the last one that I the last movie that I've watched in it, I still have to get Fifty Shades freed. That's it, and then I'm done. But um, I watched Paul Blart Mall Cop two. <laughs> Which I've seen before. I haven't seen the second I one. I saw it in theaters. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this song encapsulates the delusion of Paul Blart in Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. <laughs> Except, like, at the end of it, his delusion is sort of like, uh, actually turns out to be, like, true, but it's, you know, it's because it's Adam Sandler. Um, for the whole, like, one of the first scenes in that, uh, uh, a hotel manager comes up to like apologize for a for a mistake or whatever, and you know 
that sets him up with his room and all that stuff and, and tells him that everything's everything's all taken care of and she wanted to just personally tell him that. And throughout the whole thing, he is just talking and as though she's hitting on him. And he's like, you know, trying trying to let her down easy and all that stuff. And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is this song. <laughs> <laughs> um... Also, do we have to keep going into the whole, like, ableism homophobia? So I was going to bring this up. Do we need those? I was going to bring this up. Um, The song as a whole, I I like the song. It's not bad. I like the hooks. Tudop has a better verse, I think. (laughs) His second verse, like, the the verse that shows up second, his verse, um, is better than Jay's. But, yeah, we we hear him drop an R-bomb. Yeah, he Um, can't stop doing that shit. It's it's not cool. It wasn't cool then. I was just unaware of it because I know that I said it back then. There's like another F bomb too. Oh yeah, somewhere in there. Uh, they, Jay, they, Jay does. I feel like they have to. If they're oh just, yeah. Any, the, anytime they're the, talking about the ladies, they're like, "Nope, I am definitely not one of the gays." <laughs> he uh, he says uh, with some F ass name like Jean. Uh, that one, yeah. It's Jay saying that. Um, yeah, two dope drops an R bomb. Um, but uh, but we do get a funny line of him. Apparently having sex to uh, Sharon Osbourne. I, I did take that down. <laughs> Sharon Osbourne still sucks. Yeah, she's still she's still a bit still a garbage person. Still owes that money to that charity or whatever. The yeah, fuck. I did a look up to like clarify on that. I'm like, I am relatively certain. Like in all things that I've ever heard, like Sharon Osbourne is a garbage human being. Yeah, and if you read through her Wikipedia, it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting sort of tale because you go through all of the stuff where it's like you start to feel bad for her. Because of, like, abuse from Ozzy whenever he was, like, super on drugs and all really? that shit. Oh, yeah, it was not great. Um, oh. And then you have, and, and like... he'd be, like, fucking lost without her. Her experiences with, like, cancer and all that shit. That's right. I was aware of that. And then you get down to <laughs> supporting uh, Brexit because of immigrants coming into the country. And you're like, I've lost all my sympathy for you. <laughs> I just think that they're coming in and taking over our culture. God, go the fuck away. <laughs> and in general, just a fucking predatory business person, so fucking go fuck people. yourself. <laughs> I keep ordering everything. Um, so yeah. But other than that, I mean, the, the song is fun. It's yeah, bouncing. it's goofy. Yeah. Um, this might be one of, like, the... It might be one of the better, like... It's up there. Cla- clown to lady songs. <laughs> just can't say it anymore. I'm you trying not to it. say. I, I don't care if you Trying do not to. It's just you always seem to apply it to like, like you're like, ah, bitches. Classic love song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen to the dulcet tones of old dirty bastard. <laughs> um, A man who will treat you right. <laughs> the fact that Phylon J passed up Mariah Carey because... <laughs> <laughs> because of ODB. Oh, um, God. Oh, and he said he wanted uh, he wanted Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Wanted Britney Spears. Uh, Carmen Electra. Electra. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yep, yep, yep. she'll fuck anyone first night she met you. Yeah. Is she, is she married to Tito Ortiz, though? What's up, y'all? Shmeep here again. We're about to go on another five-minute tangent or so about people Carmen Electra married, and I just end up yelling about Simon Cowell and other TV talent show hosts that I hate. So skip to 149.10 to miss that one. Peace. I have no idea. She was with him. I didn't know that she was. Oh, yeah. 
Him, him, big boy. What the fuck with him? <laughs> I don't follow stuff. <laughs> you, you don't know who Chico Ortiz is? I mean, I know who he is, oh, but okay. I don't. Like I said, I don't follow like relationships oh, really? of yeah. people and stuff. I don't directly. It's just uh, uh, she was apparently never married to Taylor. Oh, Ortiz. she just dated him for a while then. So, um, she married Dennis Rodman. What the fuck? In 1998, and divorced the next year. Oh shit! She married Dave Navarro. Oh! In 03. Huh. Divorced four years later. Huh. She's currently married to Rob Patterson. Uh, oh no. No, wait. Wait, no. Oh, it's, that's that's actually not... Okay. Dennis Rodman and Dave Navarro are under spouse, then partner was Rob Patterson, 2008 to 2012. Oh. So, yeah. So she's just chilling now. Yeah. There you go. Well, good for you, Carmen Electra. Right. Your movie was bad. Damn. Daredevil was better. <laughs> Why you gotta be a dick? Oh, she briefly dated Simon Cowell. Who the fuck would do what that? What the fuck? Jesus Christ. I, I'm gonna break for this real quick. I just wanna say this. Simon Cowell is a massive piece of fucking shit. Oh. Alright? I, I, here's the thing. Okay. Go on. The shows of, like, you know, like your American Idol and all this, the America's Got Talent or what the fuck ever. Yeah. I don't give a shit if, like, a person comes on and, like, they do bad or whatever. Like, making, pe- giving, fucking talking to people in such a way as to encourage them to give up on stuff, especially people who, with training, could do fucking great is a shitty thing to do. You're a fucking garbage human being. And the people who do those shows do this all the goddamn time, especially Simon Cowell. Swallow your fucking teeth, you piece of shit. God damn it. My problem is that I I look at the possibility of the various talents that we could have in the world that we do not because they are discouraged from trying to get better. And it's frustrating. And it's caused by shitty people like him. And I don't give a fuck who you are if you think that it's like, oh, if you can't take criticism, then... No. No. That's not fucking criticism. That's being garbage. That's being a garbage human being. Fuck Simon Cowell. The end. You know, let me cut back into that again real quick. Uh, there's a there's a dude on YouTube. He's a... Uh, he is a, like, a, a vocal teacher who will look at videos of people singing and talk about, like, what's going on with their voice and all this stuff. And he went through uh, a video that was the quote-unquote worst American Idol fails or whatever, and literally on every single one, he identifies what they're doing, probably why they're doing that, because, you know, they either learned something from somebody and that's just kind of what happened, or, like, nobody ever told them, like, what their voice sounded like outside of their head because your voice sounds different to you than it does to other people. And so he's like, yeah, they probably just never realized exactly how they sound because they haven't listened to themselves on, like, a recording or whatever, and nobody's told them that. But they could very easily fix that, and it would be fine. And, you know, that was that was the time whenever I was like, yeah, no, no, there's a lot of fucked up shit in the industry of how we treat people and stuff. And it's bad, and it sucks. And... Simon Cowell is just like a fucking beacon of that shit. Now it's the end. Go on. <laughs> I like when you go off. I love it. Because there are times where I don't have something like that, 
and you do. <laughs> and I just sit here in awe. I take it in. Sharon Osbourne also does that. The, like She does that on whatever fucking Britain's Got Talent or something. I don't fucking remember. She's uh, on one. Wasn't it X Factor? X Factor, sure. Whatever. Or I think it was the show. Um, so yeah. She's another part of that problem. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Cool chamber. <laughs> <laughs> it's all for a full circle, but not. <laughs> Three-time new metal canon inductees. <laughs> <laughs> Thrown off of an ICP tour. <laughs> Twelve tickets refunded. Uh, anyway, that's Let a Killer. <laughs> Do you Let's have anything move. else for that? No, I'm good. <laughs> you said this wasn't going to be a long one. Guess what? Uh, it's a long one. Yeah, I, I took I took the impetus to talk about these. It's okay. And unrelated things. It's okay. We do it every episode, so if this was your first one, you're in for some shit. Uh, We still haven't cracked the time on the other one, so up next, (laughs) Juggalo Paradise. Crack 11. I'm sweating again, I always do. I should probably take another pill or two. In the mirror, I see the face of Frankenstein, and that face is mine. I go to work at Subway, slicing ham, cut my finger off again. I walk home, trying to dodge and hide from thugs. They like to beat on scrubs I go through this all the time though I call Jack, where the fuck you at? Jamal, did you get your ass stopped again? No! Yes? <laughs> so, nobody sees what I see, do they? They just cast me aside, put me away No friends, no style, no place to go like this is just a more juggalo version of let's go all the way i guess yeah and, um, and i just see it as acknowledging the like clowny shit but this is like the end goal of just hey i'm i'm here i can do whatever i want with my people yeah that's that's just the way that i looked at this one i always list like listen to this song and i liked it but for some reason, like, hearing it now, I'm like, it's not a great song. No, I, mean, I don't think it's, it's just, amazing. It's just one that exists. It's, um, <laughs> I didn't think of, um, Let's Go All The Way For It, but it is very much that. Uh, I saw, it, it's, now that you say that, because I didn't, I didn't have a, another song to list for the first half of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's Let's Go All The Way, but it also has a bit of a mix with, like, Nothing's Left a little bit. Okay. Uh, mostly in like the chant part at the end of Nothing's Left, where they get into the. Uh, oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, you know. Stop, stop. What? I don't know. I can't remember what it was. It's like the wagon when the wagons kind of just pray that you let me on or something. Oh, oh, the part from Nothing's Left. Yeah. You know what though? Uh, this almost, this could almost be a little bit like um, passing by. A little with bit. Everything, yeah. With everything that he's able to do, like. Mm-hmm. Just and this one's this one's for for the fans. Yeah, down with the clown. It's <laughs> it's it, it is like if this would have been a longer song, this mm-hmm. could have easily been like a final track. This yeah, it, it, it has really, the sound of an ending kind um, of thing. 
But yeah, I mean, it's it's not a bad song, but like hearing it while doing these these notes that we took, um, I I think that I like it a little less than I originally did. And again, it's only because it's it's just it's it's just mediocre. I guess I can feel that. There's there's songs that like this song takes multiple aspects of other songs that they did, but does not do them as successfully. Mm-hmm. I, I think is how I want to put it. Um. So, d- do you want to listen to "Pass Me By" and <laughs> "Nothing's Left" and "Let's Go All the Way" all at once? Here you go. It's not as good. <laughs> <laughs> as one of those songs, but you know, yeah. it's, but it, it's it's an okay song. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I do I do dig the chorus though. Uh, mm-hmm. the that that guitar in there is pretty cool. Um, oh, I I for I totally forgot to say this before, but when we talked about let's uh, oh, corn ball. Gotta set it on the floor. Set it on the floor. Yeah, I can do that. It's gonna fall. I didn't touch it, I swear. No, it's all good. Um, balanced it up there. But back when we were talking about... Uh, well, that was weird. It's because I was talking that way. Back when we were talking about Let's Go All The Way, mm-hmm. uh, I did not mention about um, the the primary band that was in that. That was Perpetual Hype Engine. Oh, okay. Um, which was a group, like basically just a straight-up rock group, that I think they were going to sign Psychopathic, and then just it didn't happen. Uh, so, kind of sad. Um Again, that's why I'm curious, like, were they also working on some of these other songs? I know that they had a big hand in Let's Go All The Way. Right. Don't know if they did anything else with any of the other songs. Maybe it could have been, you know, them doing the chorus on Juggle of Paradise. But I'm not sure. So, hmm. anything else on this one? No, no, I didn't have a lot to say about it. Right. It's just kind of, kind of whatever. All right, well, we're at the final track. We got this huge, massive, ginormo, hunky-dory song. And then there's and then there's a lot of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal ball with featuring twisted. Saint clown Too dope, and then we have a, a verse by Twisted yep. collectively. Um, this sounds like a final track. 
It does. It is. It really has that big... And... I feel like it doesn't build as heavily as most ending tracks do. Uh, Maybe I forget. It does. Um, What what we have... um, I talked about uh, on our last episode when we had uh, The Pendulum's Promise. I didn't care about that track as much back then. But I do nowadays because of kind of like the subtle nods to some of their prior tracks. Um, That song is very, very dark, however. It, it has uh, some Puzzle Illusions themes yeah. to it. Yeah. This one kind of is a little uplifting. It is very, actually. Um, I, the, the biggest thing for it, to me, is, is the, the music. Mm-hmm. The instrumental is so, so good. It's very light. Um, the, the, the backgrounds in the, in the chorus just make it feel like kind of heavenly. A little bit. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just I love it. I fucking love it. Shaggy's talking about like gangs shooting it out in the street, but it's like Tom and Jerry. That's <laughs> more. That's like the description that he gives. Yeah. And, like people are like out in the streets, just like busting shots off at each other, but they're all having a good time because you know they're they're, they're okay with where they're gonna ha- gonna be headed. Which leads me. Well, go ahead. Do you have a thing? I well, you you mentioned about two dopes uh, verse. He has this line that I just I, I fucking I love it. His his last line says uh, something about gripping your own crystal balls. Oh yeah, yeah. I just it's it's a funny play on the title of the yeah. track, but it works. It's it, really yeah. really good. And and twisted, their verse is fairly solid. It's it's interesting. It's it's yeah. weird that we don't have. We've had how many songs featuring twisted on these last couple albums? Like maybe about three or four. No, with Twisted, uh, with Twisted's verse in this, they kind of turn it into sort of like a Blink style thing on their verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, 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 they kind of pull a Blink on it. Yeah, they do. Um, but it's interesting that like on the last couple tracks that we've had Twisted on, they don't get single verses each. No, nah. they're just doing. A big combined verse. I feel like that tends fine. to be the way that it goes whenever they're on someone else's track. Like right. If they, but, do a, if they do a thing like that. But what I kind of want, and since this is like a big ending track, they could have done it. Um, I kind of wanted them to, to have something a little more extended. And yeah. obviously if, you know, from ICP's perspective, if they're your second in command, basically, you want to showcase them more. Right. So think... them not having full verses on songs like this... You know, we had a fucking short, what, four-line thing in the in the first yeah. track on this album on Bizarre. You know, we don't really get much from them, and I kind of just wish that we would have more, especially when on the same day that this came out, Twisted had an album come out. Well, that, I believe, is probably going to speak to the reason for that, because they had their own stuff that they were working on whenever they were, if they were called in to, like, write a, a verse for one of theirs, they were like... They kind of have to ration their time on that for recording and all of that other stuff. And I'm going to counter that by saying no, because okay. ICP have multiple verses on their album. Yeah. So. And, and Twisted like put work into their stuff. Oh. <laughs> Twisted liked their album they were working on. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, uh, and when you were saying about the build, um, it kind of... It it doesn't necessarily build. There is a major, like, hill and valley thing there. Because the song ends, and you hear raining. Oh, yeah. And then it's just slowly, like, you hear this this woman's voice, like, kind of doing this thing. 
and then you hear two dope in the background, mm-hmm. and then it just fucking hits back, all yeah. at once. It's just like Pass Me By. Mm-hmm. Pass Me By does that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, they they nail everything on this track. I really do like it. It's pretty good. It gets seven minutes long, so it's a big thing, but they they do so well with what they're trying to convey on it. This could have been a Joker card ending. Yeah. It really could have. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate the fact that they... And I think they've done it with some of the EP ones, too, where the final track is still like a big ending. Um, so yeah, this is a, it's a fun song, and it's, it's very uplifting. It's very, very positive um, for the most part. So, so what you got? Look, you have a big note on here. Oh, I do. A big note. What is the criteria for people making it to Shangri-La? Because is, is this just the same like kind of like evangelical thing where it's just kind of like you know you believe and then you end up there and it's it's all cool and your acts don't actually matter because your your soul is pure or whatever. I mean that'd be nice. And that means that <laughs> you can that means you can kind of just treat people however you want and it's all cool. Like which is literally what they're against rich people for. Right. But it still sounds like that's what they're saying here. It's a very strange line that they're that they're trying to walk here where, like, you know, rich people are definitely going to rot in hell for the shit that they put people through right. uh, here on Earth. <clears throat> but also, it doesn't really matter what they do to other people. No, it's perfectly fine. Right. They're definitely going to Shangri-La. Right. I, I think, I mean... I, it's, it's a very... Uh, it, com- it comes down to a problem that exists in... American religion a lot, where it's just sort of like, I believe this thing, but I believe it in a very a la carte way, where everything that I do personally is okay, but I can also condemn other people for the things that they do, because mm-hmm. I've created this build-my-own-religion where I can totally do that. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that's... ICP seems to sort of do that. Granted, a lot of their criticism, like, a lot of their anger towards, you know, certain people that they are saying are going to hell is significantly better founded. But you also can't just excuse yourself of everything that you do. Oh, and it seems true. like they're trying to do that. So there was a like your sin is worse than mine. <laughs> so there's a there's a a part in uh, in behind the paint mm-hmm. where Violent J talks about how he if you see <laughs> let's, let's see if I can get this right. You could end up seeing a old lady on the bus just sitting there minding her own business. And if somebody randomly says the word fuck, she <laughs> might look over and give a dirty look. Sure. But he's willing to bet that that same old lady 50 years in the past also said fuck. you damn right. The difference lies in she has lived her life and has spent time kind of growing out of that and becoming pure so she now while recognizing that's bad does not want to go back to that point of uncleanliness like of of personal stature and jay has himself thought you know i'm gonna get to that point too where you know, the bad shit that I've done, I'm going to fully, it's going to, co- like, I will come to terms with that and recognize that it's not going to happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to work on making sure that I am fully 
dedicated to becoming pure again. Okay. Maybe that's like not the proper way. And I'm not going to lie. I've thought about it that way at times too. Hmm. So, you know, it, it comes with like a repentance thing, I guess. You know, it's a very Catholic way of looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am Catholic. Uh, but I, I find that example weird. That, but in that's the it's they, in the book. Yeah. I will fucking show you. It's a really fucking weird example to go with. But that's but that's that's kind of like how he's looking at that. And I kind of look at it with this too because they're even saying like, "Are you gonna make it to Shangri La because of what you've done? Like, if you know that you're doing bad shit, mm-hmm. well, why are you bothering asking? Right. You already know, okay? And that's." One of the things, like, they examined in other songs, like, you need to work on bettering yourself if you want to go to paradise. Yeah. So, that's been the whole goal of all these Joker cards. Right. Literally pointing out the bad shit (laughs) that you're possibly doing, and pointing out the dangers of, you know, the Dark Carnival, like, swallowing you whole, and, you know, being banished away and all that shit. Don't do that shit anymore, and... You know, things might pan out fine for you. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's really drawn out and a really weird way to look at it. Yeah. But that that's just the way I'm interpreting it. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, it's ICP, and they, they tend to not... There's, they don't follow their own rules. No, they don't really square <laughs> things away too well uh, with the way that they approach things or, you know, their their final explanations of stuff. They, uh... They, they they cut some corners in examining things here and there. I was just really curious about that because, you know, it it it's relevant. To, yeah. It's going to be relevant uh, in, the, in, in the next album. Not the next one that we're doing, in, but in, their in, next in album. Their proper next album. So, yeah, so, I don't think I have anything. No. No, that's about it. So, we do have, this track comes in at 2244. And that's because this does the same thing that Bizarre did. Yes. Of having hidden tracks. So yeah. Hello, hello, hello. This is the Bizarre Freestyle. Yeah. Um. A thing that I didn't know that they ever did. What? But they do it. Freestyle? Freestyle. Yeah. They don't freestyle well. No, I mean like... In, like, I'm talking ever. I'm gonna... Yo, yo, but yo. I'm going to mildly up, defend y'all? them after this. The I will, I will Please tell me it's Violent J's first because I really yeah. like his verse. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to mildly uh, defend that was the Violet entire J. Okay. My name is, uh, I'll, I'll get two to, to the D to the O-P-E. I guess I can just actually do it right now. My name is L-O-D-O-W-G. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? Let's let them roll Detroit. Okay. Whenever they get into it. Every boy got paid. Cheap ass beat. Here we go. It's all right. Let's get off the shack. Hold on. Here we go. Alright. Yeah. Sitting in the studio, I see some pillows from Rudy last night. He likes dildos in his butt. In and out, in and out, without a doubt. That shit makes him shout, ah. Like that, it makes him nut. His meat gets all hard, and his butt turns into an Audi. Because of the meat <laughs> rubbing the insides of his butt. Okay. I love this verse coming up. It's so good. You don't gotta spend all your time dissing Rudy. Everybody knows you attracted to his booty. I'm the first one to admit sometimes he gets fruity. But fucking with Rudy's booty, 
nah, no nudie with Rudy. I don't get naked with that kid. That's my boy, I knew him from back, way back then. Now I'ma let Logan on this microphone and show you why he spit straight from the ghetto zone. Straight from the ghetto zone, coming from the dome. The third one I just up to love Jace Flow. This guy, Logan, I have no idea who this guy is. Yeah, no idea. But he keeps it fucking smooth. His, the second time he comes in, is fucking great. So, yeah, my, my defense of them in this uh, is, so, um, you know I love some Mega Ran. You know I love whenever he drops a freestyle. Yeah. But, you also know what he does whenever he does freestyles live. He, uh, to people who do not know, Mega Ran, probably my favorite nerdcore rapper, he rules. Uh, at live shows, uh, and nowadays I think he only does it at like MAGFest shows. He'll do a freestyle where he just has his band drop a beat for him, and he'll have people in the audience just hold up fucking anything that they have on them. And he'll drop a line for everything that he sees. And he will probably, he'll just keep going for fucking verses and verses and verses. Sometimes until just people stop holding stuff up. Oh, right here. You need to give that tight young tank top back to your son. Just comes out of nowhere. I want to know who was wearing the tank top. I'm assuming it was Tudo. But yeah, uh, Sorry. <laughs> I've also watched a live stream that Mega Ran did, I think with, uh, I think it was an MC Lars one, where the two of them were just freestyling, just whatever. But Mega Rans came out a lot choppier than usual, uh -huh. because whenever people are just holding stuff up, he has something to work off of. You know, you look out, you see something, you say like, alright, I can identify that. I now have something in my head, I have a subject, and then from that he can craft a rhyme, and he's really good at it. And like, it's not just like, there's an amount of it that comes from just being good at doing that and practicing it, but then there's also an amount that comes from having the subject and not having to come up with that as well. Like, at that point you're crafting not just the rhymes, but what you're rhyming about, mm -hmm. and that's some double duty shit. That was, um... When, uh, if anybody remembers the, the channel G4, there, uh, there was a web series called Freestyle 101. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, MC Lars was on that once. Oh, nice. That's how I first heard of them. Um, and they had a bunch, like, there was a lot of people that I never heard of, but they had some, like, big name people. Mm -hmm. I'm talking, like, Ice-T was on there. Yes. Um, fucking, God. Bizarre from, uh, D12 was on there. ICP, Twisted, and Blaze were all on separate episodes, um, which is funny for ICP, because I guess they showed up with Twisted, because they knew Twisted was going to do an episode, and then they were like, oh, hey, you guys did an episode two, and Jay's like, oh, what? Um, if you're not familiar with it, but Freestyle 101 was basically, they'd have, just, they'd go in there, cut a freestyle, and then they would talk about the art of freestyling after the fact, and like, how it was important to them. It was really, really cool. Um, bizarre doesn't seem like a great freestyler. No, well. But what he talked about, and I liked this a lot, was they would practice um, like when they, they were just like at hotels or whatever, and they were like, and he was like, alright, so uh, they would give you like subject matter, and mm -hmm. you had to do a freestyle about it. 
So you got to rap about the lamp. Okay, so you rap about the lamp. Yep. All right, now you got to uh, rap about that shoe. So they rap about the shoe. And so it's like, oh, now you got to rap about the lamp and the shoe and make it make sense. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that'd be harder. But yeah. hey, that's like how you'd practice. I can't freestyle for shit. What because you don't practice? I I tried practicing before. Well, you gotta I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, you that. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm not proud of this necessarily, but I will say it. The last time that I really tried teaching myself to freestyle was back at an old job that I had, I where I worked at a uh, on an assembly line for this uh, this newspaper. Uh, and anytime I was. Oh, it's gonna make me seem like a piece of shit. Anytime, like almost any rhyme that I would come up with, just in my field of view, directly in front of me, was uh, what was this coworker I had who was very pretty. She had a very nice butt, and for some reason, I could not think to like keep my uh, the subject matter of my raps. <laughs> To not be about her ass. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe I should just stop now. <laughs> it, was, it was not, hey, it's not cool of me and I'll admit it. I just, that's why I just know I'm like, I'm, I'm too white to freestyle. I can't do this. But, uh, but yeah, so we heard, we heard the majority of that freestyle. I do like that, um, like, they're, they'll leave the studio and they're like, cause they're just doing shout outs at the end. Yeah. They're doing as many fucking shout outs as they did at the beginning of, um, uh, Who on Riders. <laughs> oh, so many. Um, but like, they leave and then he comes back in and says, uh, oh yeah, and this person too. And then Violent G like yells three more times. <laughs> And at the end, it says, if there's anyone else we forgot, fuck you. It's like five in the morning. Yeah. Why would you be in the studio that late? Oh, man. So, uh, that's one of them. Uh, we're going to skip ahead to 1822. This is Yo Mama Jokes. Damn. <laughs> if you remember... Uh, from our last episode, there was a Yo Mama Jokes uh, attached to Violent J and Rude Boy singing about places they've been to. Yep. This is not one in the middle of one of the other songs, too. What's that? There's like another in in one of the other songs. That's right. Oh, on uh, what? Yeah. Uh, this one's not as good as, as the, the other one. That was one that we had twisted and blazing ABK to in Yo Mama right. Jokes. I'm so fat, she puts mayonnaise on her Tylenol. <laughs> Your mama's getting so nappy, her crabs drive through buggies. <laughs> Your mama's so big, your mama's so big, she takes poster Polaroids. <laughs> your mama's house is so small, the welcome mat just says, well... <laughs> Cross-eyed. 
good one, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you, you can just you can just go let it play because uh, in about twenty seconds uh, we get to oh, the nice. last one. <laughs> yeah, they're. <laughs> It's funny because Twisted's that they did on theirs were, like, so literal. Mm-hmm. Like, your mom got 15, 15 fingers and 11 toes, she still can't count to 26. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was here. No, I think it wasn't. I wasn't the one that took the Oh, uh, was I? Oh, maybe I was a little early on. Well, well shit. Maybe it was 21, whatever. You, you know what? It, no, I don't think it was. What a fucking fool. What the fuck? Maybe it was 21.30. And I'm just a fucking idiot. It was 21.30. Was God damn it. So, uh, right about now. Tell me when I'm out. <laughs> my bad. Correct <laughs> this in my notes. That we'll never go to ever again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a giveaway of our notes. No. <laughs> For charity. Yeah. Uh... This is You Bought Bizarre. I think. Could have bought you a telescope. No, you bought Bizarre. You could have bought you some laundry soap. No, you bought Bizarre. You could have got you some towing rope. No, you bought Bizarre. Could have bought you a half ounce of dough, but no, you bought bizarre. Could have went to the titty bar, copped you a grove, no, you bought bizarre. And I hope, I truly hope, I hope that you like bizarre. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's the question. Did you like Bizarre? So, I went into this, the last two albums, really. This one and, and uh, yeah. Fire Bizarre. Yeah, uh, whenever I say that, I am speaking of the, the double album in its entirety. So, I told you... Double album. I think I told you before that I always liked this album more. Okay. But, upon re-listening to these, I think that Bizarre, double A's, is a better album as far as consistency. Okay. This song, this album, however, has a couple of tracks that stand out much bigger than the prior one. Uh, between uh, Cherry Pie, uh, My Axe, and Let's Go All the Way, I think that this one is as, as far as like ones that they've even done like a concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more people are keen to this one. Um, but I think I like the other album as a whole overall more. That's fair. Um, but Crystal Ball is so fucking good compared to Pendulum's Promise. Oh, Pendulum's Promise is bad. Yeah. I think as far as the ending song goes, I like Crystal Ball better. But That's fair. Uh, what about you? So, uh, I like the first one a lot more. That's just, you know. Really? Yeah, I, okay. it, it just, yeah, yeah, I like a lot more stuff on it. Like I said, I, well, uh, whenever Tilt I got to... is really fucking good. It's so good. It's it's a great fucking track. Like, when we got to If, I was like, this song is just, <laughs> it's so rough. I don't like this song. Yeah, so. it's, it's... Where I didn't have that on the last album. I like I was like, no, these are these are all decent. Yeah, I like Bizarre. It's a really fucking good track. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially, like, just as an opener after the intro. Yeah. It fucking kicks it off. It's good. Um, do you think, well, I think we said when we were talking, you thought that Take Me Away was a better 
intro for these songs? No? Maybe? I don't think so. Oh, maybe that was me saying it. Yeah, I think you did. Maybe I said that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Comparing intro tracks. Um... I like Take Me Away, but yeah. I think I think I like this one better as just a track. Okay. Uh, you know, like I said, it's it's just a really fucking good track. Yeah. Uh, it's hype. it's silly. Yeah, it's silly. Like they they do silly very well. Like my axe, like I never used to like it at all. Uh, it was just kind yeah, of saturated at a time that I and I fucking still don't. <laughs> it, it was. It was oversaturated at a time whenever I didn't give a shit about ICP, and that was all your fault. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I ain't that person anymore. I'm going to fucking blast it in my car when we leave. But I, I, I like it. It's, it's, it's a good track. It's yeah. it's fun. It's dumb. Favorite tracks? Um, I'm listing them off right now as I go. Uh, <laughs> Let's Go All The Way I Liked. Yep. Uh, Which, the the one person I've, I've mentioned multiple times, uh, Courtney, she's like, that song is so fucking played, I'm so tired of it. She's like, I don't care about it anymore. And that's normally one of the, like, the final songs they do at concerts. Jeez. It's like, most of the time, it's like one of the last like three or four songs that they have. At, at, at I, I think uh, I think Bizarre, Let's Go All The Way, and maybe even Let It Kill Up might be... Really? Might okay. be on there. I, th- I think so. That's cool. I like it. I... it it's, it's got its problems and stuff, but <laughs> it's it's still a pretty fun one. Um, I will probably go with Let's Go All The Way. It's between Let It Kill It and My Axe. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, let a killer, or sorry, uh, let's go the way my axe, and then <sighs> I'm, I'm gonna go with a three-way tie of cherry pie questions and crystal ball. Okay, those are those are some really solid ones for me. But yeah, um, as as two albums released by them, I think that they're at the both... same exact time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're both really good, honestly. Uh, as I don't know. It's 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 a strange one for for albums that they released to you know just get out of a contract, contract. that they weren't supposed to, that they didn't care about and all that stuff. Uh, they put out two pretty good albums. And honestly. and here's the thing with that. So, what's up, y'all? Shmeev here. Last one. Uh, we talked for a very long time about the music industry and how it screws people over and all that stuff. We we've talked about it before, but we it's a topic that we just have to get into because it comes up so much. Uh, but if you want to miss that and get to our closing stuff where we have all the wrap-up stuff that we need to talk about, 239.30. Peace. They knew that their contract was coming up. Yes. Like, these would have fulfilled the, the album uh, requirements, but mm-hmm. they still had, like, the time on it. Oh, yeah. They were waiting after these albums released for just the day to hit where they didn't have to re-up. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, if you all remember back whenever Riddlebox released, uh, Jive wanted to hold on to them. Um, and they to were keep like, them around nope. from and they were like, nah. But um, with this one, they were just waiting for the day to like pass mm-hmm. um, and hoping that Island wouldn't know. And they didn't. So they were scot free. <laughs> but not. Because oh. then Island re- uh, realized what had happened. And they had to settle something. I don't know if it was like within court or whatever. And that's why they still don't have any rights to um, Malenko, Jekyll Brothers, or Bizarre Bizarre. That's fucked. Which is why Island was able to release uh, the Juggernauts yeah. uh, CD uh, back in like 2007 or something along those lines. Something like that. Um, that It's a greatest hits, but it's only tracks from those four albums I just mentioned. There's even an Insane Clown Posse Icon CD. Um, 
and it's the same thing. Yeah. That's why it took so long for them to create the first six box set because they had to work out an agreement with Island to put uh, Malenko and Jekyll Brothers in that box set because they had to get a cut from it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why nowadays uh, Record Store Day, they have released a couple of the Joker card records. Um, they released Malenko, I think that was two years ago, and they released Jekyll Brothers, was it earlier this year? or Yeah, it was earlier this year, I think. Uh, I managed to get the Jekyll Brothers one. I was super hyped about that. Like, fucked up the goddamn thing in my drawer, so it's I gotta find another one. If I want one to open, that'll be the one I open. Um, but I guarantee that uh, Island is making a bigger cut of those than ICP is. Oh, probably definitely. If, if ICP is getting any of it. That's, that's uh, so... Let me step back up on a soapbox and talk about the music industry and how fucked it is. We um, do this like every couple episodes. Oh, you know, there, well, there's, there's a specific thing that I feel like comes up. There's there's an argument that people put forth, uh, and they, they put it forth with literally any industry that people work in that they're unhappy about, mm-hmm. where, you know, they, they try and they try and pretend that there's some equal exchange going on, you know, like people people made an agreement and it was a perfectly fair one and nobody definitely had an upper hand in it. Um Whenever it comes to the music industry uh, and record labels, you have the choice between literally learning how to do everything yourself, funding it by yourself, and, you know, people can't really do that. Uh, Being able to afford that kind of stuff just ain't a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then your other option is to go with the record label who has... A, the funding for you. B, usually the equipment and all that stuff, like the stu- an actual studio. C, the ability to promote it, <laughs> to make a return on it. So it's either you release your music to absolutely nobody, you probably don't have it professionally done because you didn't have the money or the ability because not everybody is a fucking uh, producer, or you just give up the rights to all of the actual work that you put in to mm-hmm. somebody else. Right. Whose exclusive stake in it was giving you the money that you will pay them back. So that's why uh, recently this actually came up, uh, I think it was like two weeks ago. Um, and again, we don't talk about just ICP or, or Juggalo shit on uh, here. We talk about many other artists. Yes. Uh, Taylor Swift oh. um, just lost her first six albums. From her prior record label, somebody uh, somebody just bought the rights to them. Jesus So Christ. she does not have her first six albums. Uh, also, the selling of rights to music that people produce is disgusting. Kelly Clarkson came out and said, Hey, you should just re-record the songs. Like, re-record the albums and, you know, give another incentive. Like, you know, another, another couple new songs or something. Yeah, why the hell um, so that, you know, artists or fans rather will buy those and you get, you know, the royalties from those ones instead of the old ones that someone else who has no uh, uh, interaction with you whatsoever. Right. Unless just gets do, they, do they own the right? Does that person own the rights to the songs or is it just. <sighs> if if she. Cause I don't I don't quite know how that works. I, like if I they own the quite. albums, I would if they own the rights to the albums, I figure that that means that. She literally can't release those songs. Anymore. Somebody else uh, did it within the last decade. I believe it was JoJo did that. Oh, and it was shit. fine. So that's probably how they're able to. Interesting. They, prob- they probably just can't get the original like instrumental tracks get a, and stuff. Yeah, they probably have to get a, like a reworked instrumental or something because 
I mean, Taylor Swift, I believe she's written most, if not all, of her music. Yeah. So she could easily do something like that. Um, that's why I've always wondered, like, why, like, would ICP ever consider, like, remaking some of their yeah. tracks from way back when, when maybe, like, the musical equipment wasn't that good? Like, no joke, if they decided, and we've already heard a couple, like, covers of, you know, tracks from Carnival of Carnage. If they wanted to remake Carnival of Carnage with current equipment, I wouldn't be opposed to hearing that because it's hard to hear. Yeah. An album from 1992 <laughs> that was not produced by a you know major record label. Yeah. Mikey Clark, you did everything you could, I understand. Well, he didn't have his full studio or anything like this that. He true. was still working out. I, I presume he's just working out of like his own home or something. I can't remember. But like, you know, it's it's not bad to to hear like remake. Other artists do it constantly. Yeah. Um, you know, I've I've heard Def Leppard do newer versions of their old songs. Guess what? I didn't need to hear them because I'm sorry, Joe, but you cannot hit those notes. Oof. It's hard. Yeah. And I love Def Leppard, but it's hard. It's hard to hear. <laughs> Take it live. That's one thing. It's so hard to hear whenever it's, it's different environment. It's, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, like if they if they decided they wanted to remake the Great Malenko, it's treading on very thin ice because you have an album that so many people are already just so ingrained with mm-hmm. that you know they know every little thing about it. Yeah, it's their most popular album. We've it already is. concluded this. Yeah. If they, which, and again, even now, the production for that still stands the test of time. It's very well done. Like, could they remake it nowadays and it still sound really good? Like, Violent J's voice is different now than what it was back then. Yeah, so, I think on the rapping side, like, it would still be fine. It probably could be. It's, it's hard to call. Um, But, like, are we going to have, like, if they did everything over, is Slash going to come back and do a new solo for Halls of Illusions? <laughs> probably not. It's just, it, trying to think about, like, how all of the master tracks are not owned by the people who actually do it. Yeah. Baffles me to no fucking I mean, it was also a big thing back in, like, the 60s and 70s. A lot of, like, really popular artists Mm -hmm. that, like, everybody knows, Mm -hmm. um, because they were faced with either obscurity or actually having their music produced and, and recorded and stuff uh they sold rights to stuff and never fucking saw a dime off of it except for like their original checks that they got for it uh-huh. which is a pittance compared to what they got what they would have gotten in royalties i believe uh another uh reference to that a uh, disgrace land podcast that i listened to uh i think marvin Gaye was one of them yeah yeah uh i can't remember what song it was but he he, he would have been fucking filthy ass rich mm-hmm. from one of his really early songs um, but it didn't happen. And that's the thing. That's why, uh, when ICP It's a was, disgusting predatory industry. That's why whenever ICP left, uh, Jive, after Jive had bought their Riddlebox album for basically 80 grand, and they made nothing off of it. Yeah. They looked at other record labels as, okay, well, who's gonna, or I'm sorry, this was after, um, after Hollywood. Mm. Um, they were like, okay, well, which one's gonna give us the most money up front? Because that's the only money we'll see. Right. Which is rough. Yeah, uh, it's look at, gross. Look at, there's a documentary, I don't know if I mentioned it before. I need to watch it because I want to see it really bad. 
Um, there's a documentary on YouTube uh, done by Lance Bass uh, of NSYNC. Oh, shit. That talks about their manager. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was also the manager of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And how he basically funneled every, like, almost every single amount of profit that they got mm-hmm. from album sales and touring into his own bank account. Yep. Like, a piece of shit. I need to fucking watch it. Yeah. I keep saying I need to watch it. There, there's that. stuff like that. There's also just like contracts in general in music are really gross. It's it's uh, not it's the fair. same thing as like like buying a phone contract and stuff like that. Oh yeah. It's literally just a way to lock you into just paying them for as long as possible uh-huh. without you having a choice as to how you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. And music contracts do the same thing. Sometimes with the side effect of somebody indefinitely being stuck in a contract without the ability to get out of it which my favorite ex- my favorite uh, example of this was Poe, who was stuck in a contract for 10 years because Atlantic sold off her contract to some fucking oil baron and just let it sit. She could not produce music under her name for 10 years. Uh, Kesha. Yeah, Kesha. Kesha had that shit, too. Mm-hmm. Like, the music industry is fucked up. We, we talked about this fucking constantly. And if you're tired of hearing it, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it's you're listening to a music podcast. You're gonna hear some shit about the music industry. If you're tired up. of hearing, and it, we're burn down a record label. We're not even in the music industry. <laughs> we're on the listening end of it all. And that's it. I, I am I am on the outside of that, and but, the only dealings that I have to do with it is. Uh, but that's that's one of the things that my I like. artists that I like getting well, fucked over, right? And I mean, <laughs> that's one of the big things about like why so, you're hearing so much more about independent artists now blowing up. Yep. By mixtapes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You could have a fucking massive hit by putting a single on DJ Booth. The internet has changed set. a lot. Oh, yeah. But it also Look is... Look at fucking Justin Bieber! Yeah. Found on fucking YouTube! Yep. And, and he's, go- he's goddamn everywhere! It's still like a major, like, you're still relying so much on luck. Right! Because where it like, is! Justin Bieber got it in a time whenever, like, YouTube... Still fairly early. It didn't quite blow up as much as uh, as much as it has now yet. It's saturated now. Oh yeah! Like you go to YouTube and you want to find somebody with a fucking gold voice. There's thousands of them. Exactly, thousands. But you're also having like the issue nowadays where people are getting popular because of of something just going viral. Yeah. Look at Gangnam Style. Yeah. That. Blo- I mean, I that guy know. also had a ton of. He was flush with cash. He was big in Korea. Though. Yeah. Not here. Right. But I mean, but that like, was the thing. Like, I remember seeing that on Attack of the Show, mm-hmm. and then two weeks later was when everybody knew yeah. it. Okay? Like, that shit just is crazy. But people are getting popular on, on online because of mixed... Like, especially rappers. Fucking, uh, who was the big one? SoundCloud like, rappers. X, uh, X, Extentation or yeah, XXX... I don't fucking know. He's he, dead. Yeah, he passed away. Um... Uh, six nine. I think blew up because of of that. Didn't Lil Yachty do that? He was a probably rapper. Yachty think, probably so. did. Yeah. Um, fucking Lil Nas X. Yeah, it was. Oh, I didn't know. It was, that yeah. was uh, Old Town Road. Well, yeah, but I mean, he did that with like Billy Ray Cyrus. Not the original one. Oh, really? The original okay. one was just him. Are, okay. And then there's a new remix that has one of the guys from BTS on it. Oh, he's pulled. He's been pulling people for that a lot. <laughs> oh well, did you hear about the recent one? Uh, which one? There was uh, a. Uh, potential uh, presidential candidate who wanted to work with him, oh, and he declined it. Oh, because he didn't want to make it seem like he was endorsing anybody. Hmm. Very smart. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's it's interesting whenever you're seeing like the fact that the music labels can do so much, and it's 
up to the people who are fully independent to, to at least do their best to get out there. That's one of the reasons why, like, when I'm listening to independent artists, I'm at a weird crux of what I want to listen to. <laughs> like, I was in a, a fuck the radio mentality for a very long time. I don't directly listen to the radio, but every now and then I'm hearing a song that I like. There's a fucking Selena Gomez song. It's my goddamn jam. <laughs> and I will not even, like, hesitate to tell you, I love the song. I'll sing it. Fuck you. Um, but it's like, oh, I listened to ICP. I listened to Twisted. I got into them. Well, then I ended up getting into Suburban Noise Records and Strange Music because they've worked so close together. But then I've also had the people, I'm going to sound shitty for this too. I've had the people that are on Twitter that have messaged me about like, hey, check out my shit. And I'm like, nah. Yeah, I mean, it's... You, you you pick and choose what you listen to. Like, like you can't just dive into everything. It's it's like going to it's like going to a show. It's, it's especially with rap concerts. Go to any. I'll say when I go to Twisted concerts, there are a handful of bands that I see multiple times of the local groups. Mm-hmm. Okay, one or two of them I dig. Okay, um, there's one group. Every fucking time, <laughs> that's there, rocking the same fucking set Woo. for ten plus years. It's never gotten good. It never was good. And Jeez. I fucking hate them. So I just stand there, unmoving. Because <laughs> I can't fucking stand it. And they take the basic trope of, oh, well, it's horrorcore. We're doing at a concert of a horrorcore artist. Everybody's going to dig it. Guess what? <laughs> I ain't the only person who's just standing there, not moving. Damn. It's it's different for everything. Yeah. But still, I admire the the attempts of putting yourself out there. Hell yeah. And, you know, if people are able to get discovered, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, get that money. <laughs> right on. <laughs> like, here's the thing. There's a lot of money to be made in it. Sure it's is. held by a lot of really fucking rich people who only want to give, like, half a percent of it. Oh, yeah. But... It's true. That's why you have so many artists that have, you know, they had big-ass hits in the 80s and 90s and are still touring today. Fucking Kiss. Kiss! <laughs> still did tours. Oh, God. Yeah. What the fuck? The Stones. The Stones did their, what, last tour, I think? What was it, last year or the year before or something like that? They've never stopped. Like, they got paid. And I don't know if, if record deals were different back then, to where they were able to get more money at the time, or whatever the fuck. It is different. Fucking watch straight out of Compton. <laughs> where they're talking about the contracts and that. And it's bullshit. Yep. Major fucking bullshit. Ice Cube didn't get paid shit Damn. during like the first couple years. Easy E got paid. That's because their manager, that was the only guy he had faith in. Just bullshit. Yeah, that was, uh, so, that was a lot. That was a lot. We're sorry that that got dropped. Uh, I'll, I'll put a note for this one. Yeah. Uh, do us but, do us a solid, and uh, actually... There, there's a couple things we want you to do. Here's the thing that I want, here's the thing that I want you to do. Is it the same thing, thing that I want them to do? I don't know. Uh, send us, just to hit us up with a message, who's your favorite independent artist? Yeah, you know what? I'm a cool. I'm, cool I'm going guy. to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do some. I'm gonna make some qualifiers. Like here. no, like no, like label. Like if yeah. If I'm not. I'm not talking stri- somebody from Strange Music. They're an independent label, but yeah. There's 
The difference between an independent label and a major label is nothing. There isn't one. It's how big you are. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking somebody, no name, local like, shit. They just have a sound, a SoundCloud or a YouTube channel. I mean, channel. if they've released an album on Bandcamp or some shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Cool. Like, if, if you're going to, like, Neckbeard Death Camp, rock it. They're not on a label. They're, they're, they're just out there putting out their shit. Who's your favorite independent artist? Give us, give me an album, buddy. Yeah. Just, just sit, link it. Might check it out. I will. Um, I was going to say it. I will. So, yeah. It's, uh, I think that's about it. Uh, this is the point where we're going to mention that we have some social medias. We do. That you can check us out at. Where you can send us those independent artists. You can. Uh, we have a Facebook, which is... Juggalo Judgment. We have a Twitter account. At Juggalo Judgment. We also have an Instagram account. Some more Juggalo Judgment. Yeah, it's, it's literally Juggalo Judgment at all those. Uh, the Facebook is handled by Shmeev. The Instagram is handled by me. And the Twitter is handled by both of us. Yeah. Follow those... The Twitter is the one that we literally use the most. It, it is the easiest way to actually get directly um, to us and get a response. Yeah. So, and I, I love using Twitter a lot. So, if you send us a message on Twitter, if we're not working, we generally get back very, very And quickly. if you want to send us a super fucking long thing without limited uh, text. Yes. We have a, we have a Gmail. Jugglojudgment at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, shout out to, I believe his name was Juggles. Was, oh yeah, was the motherfucker! One? Yeah, let's let's bring this up real let's quick. Let's talk Sorry. about that because this was a really cool message that we got. I, I'm not gonna lie. If you guys send us these messages, we do read them. We haven't had many of them, but we do read them, and we do really appreciate them. From the homie Jiggles, yeah, my dude. Uh, he says he's digging the podcast, and thank, thanks, man. Yeah, but he has some stuff for some more backstory on Blaze. Oh yeah, because we talked about Blaze's uh, prior time. Before psychopathic, and I mentioned uh, Psycho C, yeah, uh, which was his uh, his old moniker, and uh, and he gave us a lot of info about it. Which so is really you can cool. uh, there's a there's an Instagram called at Twisted History that you can look at that I guess has a lot of info on on their background. And oh, stuff. Okay, yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, so he was in a group called Two Crazy Devils. Yep, another dude called Crazy. Uh, then they hooked up with ROC to record an album. Yep. flipped insanity, never released, and they parted. So. Afterwards, changed his name to Blaze and joined, joined Twisted whenever they left House of Crazies. Yep. So, and the cool thing is, he actually sent us... Uh, uh, Crazy joined ROC to make the final House of Crazies album. Mm -hmm. so House of Crazies kept I, going. Yeah, I did hear about that. Um, he, uh, he actually sent us the, uh, the Flipped Insanity uh, album. Uh, I didn't get to check it out yet. Yes. But I am aware of a site um, uh, that does have the master tracks of that CD. Um, maybe if we want to put a link for that in the yeah, description. Put it in the description for this one, yeah. I will send it to you, and then you can put it in there. Cool. Um, but it has a lot of rare audio that they will not put anything on there that can be bought at the time. So, so it is, I, I, I assume it's probably unauthorized, but it's also not it's anything that they can really get taken yeah. down for. Yeah, it's it's nothing that is available directly. Nice. Um, if you see something that you can buy on there, guess what? It's not, because all it is is the cover of it. They just put high-resolution uh, high okay. scans, which is super cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll probably put the link in there uh, so you can check that out. Um, one thing that I would really appreciate you guys doing, um, as I mentioned, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts at work recently. Um and I'm having multiple of them tell me, hey, what you should do is leave us a review, like on iTunes or something, because that helps us go up the charts and more people can check us out. 
And you know what? We've had a couple reviews, and we do appreciate them. We'd really like more. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, if you would be so kind as to leave us a review on iTunes, we prefer a five-star, but hey, we'll take anything because we want you to be honest about it. Yeah, tell us what you really think. You know, if there's... We might not necessarily change anything, but tell us what you think. Anyway. <laughs> Let us know what we're doing wrong, <laughs> how we don't know anything, how Dead Body Man is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. And, uh, and yeah, we, we'd, we'd greatly appreciate that because apparently with algorithms and all that shit... Um, it helps, helps show up more. It helps more people uh, get an opportunity to see us. I mentioned iTunes. Uh, we're also available on CastBox uh, and Podbean. Um, we need to, we really need to at one point look into getting on uh, like Spotify and Stitcher yeah. or whatever the fuck. But, I mean, iTunes and CastBox are kind of the main things. When I'm you're done thinking. rating us, uh, go listen to uh, The Dim Carnival. And rate them. They're they're doing what we're doing, but they did it first. Yeah, they and they been, break it up into more episodes. They've been, they've been doing it longer. Dim Carnival, if you're listening, uh, let's do a thing. Let's just do a chat. That'd be cool. I don't know if I'd do like a full like album episode because I mean, we we have like some conflicting styles here. We, <laughs> but uh, I, I do need to get to listening to the stuff that they that we've already covered that they've gone on. I've listened to like an album or two by the of those, and I was I'm like, not gonna lie, I'm, cool. I'm, I feel bad because I have not. But yeah, uh, but I'll check them out. I, I'd be down to do do a thing. Yeah. To, even just like a chat about like where we're coming from on yep. ICP stuff and just the band in general. Word. Hell yeah. So, uh, and now, the last thing that I would like to ask you, do, do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. I think, I think that I'm good. There's only one thing left for all of us to do, and that's to finish your Fagos. I already did. Shit, you can tell it warm in here. <laughs> but I'm gonna drink a significant amount of mine. Woo woo! Peace out, y'all. Have a good one. I'd have to attack. Fuck you up like that. Psychopathic, hatchet chops, slapping ninjas out of hiding spots. Hey, 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 hey,